What's going on, fans? My name's Josh. I'm definitely recording this time, and I am joined by the only man that would allow to deck my balls, Matt Liston, and this the most favored neighbor, um, Jimmy. And this today we're going to talk about first of all we're going to talk about um, Ghostbusters, and we're going to talk about our favorite holiday movies. And this is the Nerd Force Podcast. So, uh, neighbor Jimmy here. Do I get to watch Matt deck your balls? <laughs> I, I, I'll offer it up at the end of the episode. Okay. Fully <laughs> deck my balls. Okay. A, that's what's going to happen. And B... I have some new news. Yes. What do you have on new news, Matt? That we've already went over pretty intensively. My new news will be Wonder Woman. So. What do you have on Wonder Woman, Matt? The new trailer, 1984 Wonder Woman. I just, I again, I I love it. I think it's absolutely beautiful. I think that Gail Godot again is home running it all the way through. Um, Some things I really thought that were I appreciate. From the trailer, is I love the 80s approach that they're taking to the movie. I think that's a really cool genre. It kind of ties right into, um, ties right back into like the whole, um, like Stranger Things as well. And, uh, you know, well, that you see clearly in the mall scenes and th- so forth like that. Um, but they also changed some dimensions with Wonder Woman. I thought it was really cool. They have, um, her using her lasso more as a weapon. Than you know before we've seen, which I thought was really cool. Um, she also uh, portrays a very interesting side too, because she talks about the uh, Steve, the um, Steve Trevor side when she's meeting with the person that was Kristen Wiig. Then Kristen Wiig eventually will she becomes Cheetah, as we know, and we'll talk about Cheetah in a little bit too, but. Uh, um, I think that uh, it's just really, and then they also introduced um, the Mandalorian, uh, pa- Pedro or, or Pedro. Yeah, Pesco, yeah, Pesco. As yeah. Uh, Max Lord, and so it adds all these other wrinkles into it because as Max Lord, he basically is a guy that can control other people's uh, realities in a sense where he preys on people's desires, right? So obviously, it's truly defined that she has a desire, and she obviously, of course, misses Steve. Steve is in this, so Steve Trevor is back, which is really cool. And I love the scene where, like, you know, again, playing to the 80s, where he comes up and puts the old Casio digital watch in her hand to, like, remind her, like, you know, know, and she's like, oh, my goodness, and she remembers and whatever have you. So I thought that was kind of neat. Um, some other things I thought were really cool, um, obviously, was the uh, armor that they displayed. Yeah, the, the, the Valkyrie-esque armor, yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, so... Um, we talked about this when we weren't recording. Yeah. Um, is is the, the World War II versus World War One feature. Yeah. Um, it's, it's commonly been discussed between us that the, the, the first um, act of this... this Portrayed in World War One. Afterwards, obviously, we're in 1984 now. Yeah. Um, Steve Trevor is back after being um, dead. 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 Within yeah. He flew off in the 
Nazi KIA on uh, it within World War One. So this is what sixty years, seventy yeah. years after yeah. um, KIA within World War One. Right, and she hasn't let go. So you can see, like, like based on the opening trailer, she comes back to her apartment as Wonder Woman. And it's like dark and it's kind of gloomy as she's walking towards it and it pans over and it shows like, you know, her Trevor, Trevor Ranch. Well, so obviously she's gone back and like went, I don't know if she went and saw her his parents or she went and at least tried to reconnect somehow with him, you know. So she's obviously still immensely in love with the guy and, you know, has his uh, old watch from World War One still sitting there as a little shrine to him. But um, I just think that um, what DC's been able to do with Wonder Woman has been probably the best and the smartest move they've ever done. Picking her was just extremely intelligent. The way that they have developed Wonder Woman and then also um, the way that I think that she made Justice League um, even relevant was because of her. Yeah, I, I mean, really think that she was the glue to that whole thing that made it even watchable. That was really the only thing that that really reigned prevalence over absolutely Justice League. Yeah, yeah. So I, that's my opinion with her. But I think there's some other some other cool factors in there. When I mean, we talk about Cheetah with Christian Wig, I think that was a really smart choice because they were looking for somebody that was going to be able to portray kind of a, like a two sided person because you know. In the books, she's like an archaeologist that goes into scrubbers and things and becomes Cheetah, right? Well, there's two there's two different types of people there. And Kristen Wiig plays the comedic portion a little bit, especially in the scene where they're talking about if they love each other, who haven't been in love. And, of course, she's all many times. And, the, you know, the, even the way they, they portray her with the, like the, the gold rim glasses and stuff like that, that's exactly, I mean, it's, it's spot on. And um, I think that most people, if you don't know Cheetah, Cheetah is as much of an ass kicker as Wonder Woman. Yeah. And that is why Wonder Woman has to also secure that uh, Valkyrie armor, too. We're calling it Valkyrie armor, but, you know, that's what we're terming it. But <laughs> I think it might be Valkyrie. It might be. It's Valkyrie, yes. That's what we're calling it. Yeah, but it's it, definitely it is, Valkyrie, There is yeah. some kind of female Viking mythology. Right, but she's yeah. mascara and Amazon, so I yeah. think that it's like probably falling within her realm. But it also shows, I thought it was interesting too. Like it, it, this is all throwback, right? I mean, it's all it's all throwback. It shows little little Wonder Woman running with the Amazons as a, as a child. You know what I mean? And it, like she can't go back either. So there's like there's a lot of there's a lot of things going on. And I just thought it was I just think it looks really cool. I love how they're letting her. You know, evolving her, especially with her skills and stuff. And obviously, the slow mo things look really cool, especially when she's grabbing the two guns and crunching them in the mall. And but the one thing I don't understand too, which we'll find out, is why why would she be taking out the security cameras at the mall when she does this? It doesn't make sense to me because she's already people know who she is. Yeah. So to me, that like there's something there. But then you have the other character, which is. The, the Max Lord character, which I could have talked about before in a minute ago, that about, you know, how he augments realities and so forth. And there's a throwback, too, where there's a scene where um, something, like, I don't know if it's a plane going into, like, a big satellite dish area. And that could be how he's 
actually broadcasting out to be able to control these realities and make her think that like Steve Trevor's alive. So that's a possibility. But that also could be where he could have hijacked. Um, and again, I'm stretching. You know, I'm guessing. But Batman. Well, I mean, speculation is half of what we well, do. So go ahead. Yeah. So so basically, yeah. It, as if, if you don't know, Batman has a dossier on everybody, right? So Batman knows that if he has to take out somebody, he has a way of doing it, right? And one another way that he does that, he tracks people. And this he had he created the uh, I think it's called the Big Guy or Big Brother, something something like Big Brother, but it's not that. It's, yeah. Yeah, he, he had dossier on um, Superman, he has on, Superman on, yeah. on Flash, on Wonder Woman. On the whole Justice League, because he knows that... And Aquaman. Some, yeah. First, Batman's always prepared. He's always prepared. Uh-huh. Batman's always got his shit together. Always. He has to be. That's right. Somebody has to. Someone has to have their shit together, right? So, but anyways. So, um... I love it. I think it looks great. I think it looks it looks very well done. I love the piece. I love the throwbacks. I love the members-only jacket that, that he's wearing with the fanny pack and all that type of stuff. I think it's going to be just outstanding, and I just I can't wait. No, I June. Think, June. We're looking at June 2020. It, it definitely looks very high quality. It, and like you kind of mentioned earlier when we were talking offline here, that it... Um, it's kind of like that. That was it. Was that show on Netflix in the eighties? Oh, oh, the one throwback. No, not on Netflix. I, one, the parallel that I drew. Yes. So I thought it was really cool. Is if you looked at the couple scenes, and you can go online and people have put them together, they actually have her looking exactly like Wonder Woman from back, Linda Carter back yeah. in the day. Same type of outfits, right? So bigger. Like loose jacket, big shoulder pads, kind of a big collar type thing. It it is just it. She literally, they literally took the time to make sure, yeah, that they that they paid homage to that piece. Kind of like kind of like they did on Stranger Things. Exactly. Yeah. Where like while I wasn't, I didn't live in the eighties. I was yeah. born in the eighties, but it makes me feel like I was in the eighties when oh, I was yeah. when I was watching the trailer. Oh yeah. So, I mean, speaking of Wonder Woman, um, their DC dropped the rest of their slate right. for until the end of 2020. So, yes. um, as of right now, we have Birds of Prey, which is... Which looks outstanding. Yeah, what, it looks what is, good. What is Birds of Prey? Yeah. So, it's it's um, it's Harley Quinn's driven all-female cast mm-hmm. um, uh, movie. She's, so, she's past Joker at this point, so her and yeah, the Joker are done. Jo- Joker she's are she's moved on. Yeah, she's yeah. moved on. Okay. All the wine and, and you know, uh, Sarah McLaughlin songs have <laughs> yeah, passed. Yeah, exactly. A couple of pints of ice cream. She's, she's been to the low affair, and she's done. All yeah, right. and, then, and then she's ready to move on, so she builds up her own team, which is known as the Birds of Prey. Okay. Right. And then she goes and kicks ass. Yeah, so. which, which, again, we, we're not going to dig deep into this, but... I, I truly like Wonder Woman being female, female driven as well. I like that we're looking now towards having like female driven quality movies yes, being quality created. Quality is the key word. Exactly. Then. Because if they if they deliver on Birds of Prey and Wonder Woman, yeah, which they we'll will, be, we'll be in the bag. No, they're going to deliver on we're, Wonder Woman. Now, we're Bird, in the bag currently. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. But if they deliver on Birds of Prey and Wonder Woman, we'll definitely be yeah. in the bag. Yeah. For the rest of it. Exactly. Yeah. However, if, if they shit the bed with Birds of Prey yeah. or Wonder Woman, yeah. I would say Birds of Prey. Yeah. I'm not so worried about Wonder Woman. No. Um, but not if at all. they shit the bed with Birds of Prey. I don't then think I don't we're think... gonna we're gonna question their where the state is. I only say this because it's DC, right? Well, so it's true. I, you're right. If you're it's right. The same thing yeah. about Marvel. Then I wouldn't say nearly as much. But the decisions that they've made, and we'll, we'll definitely get into that after I after I reveal the rest of their slate. Yeah. Why I'm I'm more concerned about the Harley Quinn character right now than I am anybody else. Okay, let's go. So um, after that, one, uh, Wonder Woman coming in uh, June of 2020. Batman is the next slate um, for um, June of 2021. So we got a full year there. Uh, plus um, Suicide Squad coming in at two months after that or a month and a half after that. Black Adam coming in um, December of 2021. Um Shazam 2, phenomenal. Now, do you think Shazam's going to be a Black Adam Shazam situation? I would hope so. I think it yes. will be. Yes, I think it will be. I think Especially it's going to be after Shazam. Like, yes, has his own mm-hmm. solo movie. Yes. I agree. I think it's going to be big. Yeah, go ahead. So, um, Shazam April 2022, um, flat or uh, flat. Flash, July first, twenty twenty one. Okay, or pause. I struggle with that. I struggle. I, dude, I always if have they can build with the rest of this up, I'm fine with Flash. Dude, I I struggle with Flash. I honest to God, dude, I love Flash, and I I love his, this. Like he's had some really strong comic book arts. I mean, obviously, he's he, he's so integral. I mean, he's a good, solid, solid character and stuff. I just that's a tough one though to to get me fully invested for two hours in Flash. It, it's not Flashpoint, right? So, I mean, it's going to be Flash. I mean, it's Flash. I would hope it's not Flashpoint. No, I don't think it will be. I think that probably will be. It will eventually mold that no, if this that, works. I think the first one will be. You but think? I really hope that it's not Flashpoint. I don't think it will be. I don't think that. I don't think they want to. No, they got to test the waters. No, first. but but they're they're in this whole dick measuring contest yeah. with with Marvel, and Marvel's doing the whole multiverse thing yeah and i think that flashpoint is the way into the multiverse um slate with dc and i think that as much as i would rather have something else it's it's going to be that okay all right i don't want to disrupt the list go ahead um aquaman 2 is going to be december 2022 that's the last okay so my 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 reasoning behind harley quinn is Um, Harley Quinn has the, the new Harley Quinn TV show that's kind of like Archer or like, um, uh, Family Guy or like any of those adult comedies on, on DC's app right now, right? It's, Mm -hmm. it's good, right? But it's, it's not Harley Quinn. It's, it's not like it's, it doesn't stay true to the, any of the characters. Yeah. And the, the slate has been dropped. So it's, it's like, if you look up on IMDb, right? Um, Titans shows 2018 through and then blank, right? Um, Harley Quinn shows 2019 through 2020. Oh, and done. And done. Done. I get you. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. And, oh, yeah, I just, dude, DC just, 
I, as much as I love DC from like comic book wise, I think they're so they're they're just so great, but they just so miss the mark on so many things. And this is just another example. If they're if they're taking the Harley Quinn product and treating it the way they're treating it in this, mm, I get what you're saying. I. I yeah, I mean, I mean you gotta watch you. it. Like it's it's I not it's 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 enjoyable, right? Yeah. If you if you if you leave everything um, out of it, but if you if you watch it from the perspective of like this is who I have built up of Harley Quinn, yeah. it's gonna let you down. What the, but see that's where Marvel doesn't let you down. That's where Marvel tries to maintain again continuity right we keep talking about continuity right so that's where marvel always will continue to maintain the integrity of their characters and not allow them to go into these realms that just don't support the bigger picture and i don't that's the problem dc doesn't see the bigger picture and that's that's just that's a huge issue and it's like they can keep they're going to be able to keep eking along because they're going to hit some successes, and I do think that Birds of Prey will be successful because I do think that Margot Robbie can hold up a movie a on her own. So everything else that we're going to get is just going to be um, solid characters and great support. But I think Margot Robbie as Harley, she is like almost her embodying embodying Harley Quinn is the same as Gal Gadot embodying Wonder Woman to me. They both those two women have no, taken characters. Scary. Have yeah. and they have made them. They brought them to life, yeah. And like and and not just to life, but they brought them in a way that is so accurate and so I think so great. I just I, I don't know. I just I just you're you're I get what you're saying and I and I agree that I mean God man they they really as we talked before if Kennedy gets booted she's got to go to DC that'd be fantastic yeah. if if that happens that would straight DC out. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Like anybody, like Kennedy's kind of the lowest of the bar, yeah. and then you you put her in DC, and then DC will will straighten you know itself out. But I just feel bad for them. I, I I hate to see DC like just scratching and scurrying and scratching and scurrying. They get like it's like they hit a home run, then they hit like a like a bunch of foul tips and some some fly you know some singles and oh it's definitely small that. ball with them it, yeah. it completely I mean you got a triple out of Aquaman get a home run out of Wonder Woman and then all of a sudden like yeah. you know so I don't know so so give me some background here guys difference between DC and Marvel so Marvel Marvel came out with the uh, the Iron Man series right and Iron Man was like the 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 comic book movie right. Of that time, but then they came out with a Hamlet movie that was disguised as a uh, superhero movie, and then after that, they came out with a World War II movie that was disguised as a superhero movie, and they came out. They they continually changed the genre that they were coming out with the films for. But, so it wasn't. But, but you're not telling the characters, though. Uh, well, so I mean, uh, Hamlet, Thor, um, and then after that, Cap. Uh, Cap, which was. Um, which was World War Two film, and then after that, you know, you had your your sequel to Iron Man, and then you you brought them all together. But and that that's all Marvel. Yeah, that's all yeah. Marvel, right? So like you you had those those they were willing to redefine right what they were bringing to the table. As to where DC isn't really going that route, they're trying mm-hmm. to keep pace with Marvel instead of doing their own thing and right. doing the same, even even keeping with the same formula. Mm-hmm. And doing their own thing, they're not willing to start from square one. 
and they're they're trying to play catch up. Yeah, and the other thing too is what they don't do is like so like okay, so Iron Man came out. Did you see Iron Man? Yes. Okay. So then Iron Man two, and then the, the, they kept building right. on MCU, right? Right. So those movies were all successful, mm-hmm. all of them. Yeah, I like I liked them all. Yeah. Thing that DC doesn't get is that Marvel each successful movie they built on top of it and made more success. DC will make a good movie and then they make like three crap movies and they keep trying to like take the crap movies and build on top of it. So, you, so what, there's, what's there, a, what's there's a, a good rule. DC movie. Name one for me. What DC? I just I'm just I'm just not aware. What's what's a good DC movie that you guys I think can say? Shazam. Shazam. I thought I think most okay, I recently was Shazam was good. Was good. Yeah. What's but, a crap DC movie? Uh, Justice, Justice League. League, Batman v Superman. I never saw. I never Batman, saw. Yeah. So basically, yeah. like they take, like, they don't stop though. So like they think that once the horse is out of the barn, they can't stop. So like they like they laid like three turds in a row, and then they try to polish them. Right. Well, mm-hmm. you can't polish a turd, man. No, you I can't. mean it's just it is what it is. I mean, you can't go back and and change that. But yet they they will continue to do. And go down that path because they're committed already. And the whole point is that that's where they need to stop and say, "Wait, we got to readjust here. We got to readjust here." And they got it. That they don't do that. Marvel has fortunately have had some very talented people, some very talented directors, and very talented actors. And they basically have been able to hit home run after home run after home run. And they kept building and building and building. And then then they get to the grand slam. Which is the Avengers, you know? Right. So DC, they're doing nothing but bunting, hitting singles, you know what I mean? And then they get, oh geez, we got a home run. They're like the Pirates, dude. They can't, they can play baseball, but they can't win games. So, so let me so, ask, so let me ask you something. It, it sounds like okay, so so Marvel and DC, they they you know own their own separate characters. Correct. Uh, well, for all the. F- Everybody who's listening doesn't know. I don't know shit about comics. Yeah, right? that's fine. I'm, I'm here, Ask away. I'm, I'm here learning yeah. and asking, right? Yeah. So, who who owns the X Men? Marvel. Marvel. Okay. I thought the X Men were pretty cool. Oh, I, I thought, yeah. I that was Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So what? So it sounds like you're you're like you guys are kind of rooting for DC a little bit, and you want them to step it up. Well, I'm a D. Is, see, there, is there is there just more characters that you like on DC well, as opposed to Marvel, or? Yeah, I mean to be honest, I'm. Josh is a Spider-Man guy. Okay. I'm a I'm a Batman guy. Like mm-hmm. I will live and die by Batman. He loves Spider-Man and Spider-Man has been fantastic. Now there's other dynamics that go into play with this too because Fox owns characters. So Fox the production company they own like Spider-Man and they own the they own the X-Men too. Okay. So like there's other there's other factors in play when you get into the MCU, but when you get into DC I mean, obviously, it's Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman. Those are those are the DC guys. Marvel, you got Captain America, you got uh, Black Widow, Hawkeye, you got all the Avengers, okay. Hulk, all that stuff. That's all MCU. But then that's the problem is like, and that's something that Josh and I talk about a lot too, is the dynamic that happens when other studios own properties. And that's a big problem because it does sometimes, like they they can get to happy mediums where they'll share, yeah. And and we all we can do as fans that's, is hope that they keep sharing. But in DC, they own the stable. And that's what I was. That's another question I was going to ask without getting too far off topic yeah. here. 
because I've I've watched cartoons before where they had DC and Marvel together. Yeah, that's where they've, happened. Where they've had Batman, and like like was the Justice League? No, they, Justice. Ju- kinda... No, don't get me wrong. Justice League has always been DC. Okay. Now there has been periods of time in the comic book world where Marvel and DC have crossed over. It's not. It's not very. It's. It's only happened maybe once or twice. Okay. But it's not very common at all. all so right. those properties are very much at this point, where we're at now. They will not cross over. So so basically, DC needs to step up their game. Yeah, because they have. To me, in my opinion, I think DC. I mean, like, if you think, okay, if I said to you, name five five superheroes. Just name five superheroes. Any, just name whatever. Iron Man, Batman, Superman, uh, Wolverine, Aquaman. Okay, so three out of your five are DC. Or DC. Okay. So that gives you an example. So I mean, but it depends on what you grew up on. Like Josh grew up on Marvel mostly. I grew up on DC mostly. So that's where I, we have. I a different... grew up on. I really liked X Men. I watched yeah. the crap out of X Men. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. Yeah. The cartoon. Yeah. 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 I, that was. I thought it was awesome. Yeah, I think Gambit was like my favorite. Dude, favorite yeah. dude. first you charge yeah. the we've, card, then you blow it up. We've like, talked, my shit. dude. We've talked. I want a Gambit Fucking movie, Gambit. baby. I've, yeah. I've talked oh, about yeah. it before. Yeah, get him up there. Now the thing is, they've only showed Gambit like in that type of role one time in a movie, yeah. and, um, and the movie was terrible. And the movie was terrible, of course. Yeah. But the um, I so I just think that that you, with the right person, man, Gambit would be such a strong. I don't think character. it was necessarily Gambit. the wrong person. Like they had a good person. Well, there, but, but like, it wait, just who, who played Gambit? So you ever watch? Um, what was the what was think, the two show that he was on? Um, well, he, there was in a movie too. The, the but, yeah, I but he was briefly was brief, no, in one of the X Men. The the guy he is an X Men. The yeah, guy he was an X Men. Yes, um, yeah, I know he's an X Men. Wasn't he briefly in one of the X Men movies? No, he yes, was. Yeah, yeah. yes. Yeah. yeah, Gambit was the character, but but the guy that played Gambit was in was in the um, the TV show that was he was a Kentucky like or like a Louisiana. Yeah, Louisiana. Um, Gambit's uh, from the Bayou, baby. No, 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 not he didn't play Gambit. In the oh, story. you mean the real you're the real person, the actor, real guy? The actor. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I think I know. He was in, Timothy Oliphant. Is that who you're talking about? You know what? He thought. might be right on that, Josh. He might be right on that because yeah. you said he played he played a Kentucky lawman in a in a show. Yeah, he, he played he played Justified was the it's, TV it's show. Timothy Oliphant. It was because the I wa- I watched Justified. Yeah. I watched yeah, it was I, the I, main I, guy from Justified. Okay, Timothy Oliphant. And and he played Gambit, but then the, that's who played the, Gambit. That's who played Gambit recently. But uh, you know that's that he's a great actor, right? Okay. Like yeah. I mean, you, if he would have played Gambit for, for the rest of Gambit's career, I would have been okay with that. Well, actually, you, are we talking about the X-Men, um, the one from the, Origins uh, Wolverine? Origins, yeah. No, that was actually the guy that played John Carter. The really? guy from okay. Friday Night Lights, Tyler uh, Tyler Kitts, or whatever his name is. All right, once, uh-huh. once again, folks, don't beat me up too hard. Yeah. I don't know anything I, I about I could be comments. more wrong on that than you are. Yeah. Okay. But I could yeah. have swore it was the guy from, like... Um, yeah, but th- that sounded so right to me for some maybe reason. I don't know why. Maybe he played something I wonder else. if he's the voice. Uh, like but anyways, he's, um, you know, the the point is that, that DC tries to redo the same thing. I would say I would give credit to DC where credit's due, right? They've done a lot more with their TV service 
yeah. more what Marvel's done. Oh, recently. agree. But Marvel's just now getting into the game. Marvel's about to blow them away. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, I agree. But we also know DC is going to be absorbed. So yeah, what? What I'm do you guys think? You think it's a? You think it's a director issue, or do you? I think, think it's, it's a manager, or like a executive production issue. I think right. it's a lack of vision of leadership at the top, yeah. at DC. Not, not in the comic book realm, because I still think DC comics yeah, are I, better than Marvel yeah. comics. No, I would agree. I would agree, especially with recently, yeah. like um, released well, comics. After, after you explained to me that most of the uh, heroes that I uh, listed off there were yeah. DC, I, I would agree with you there. Yeah, I mean, I just think that, but there's such a, there's such a um, mismanagement of the product because they don't have people that give a shit about the product, and that's the problem. It's like, you know, if you could take like the passion of John Favreau and put that into every individual you put in charge of something, then that would be fantastic. But it just doesn't exist. But you have to go out and find people that have similar traits. And I don't think that they have it. I mean, I think they're trying to... I don't know. I Honest to God, I don't understand what DC does. I really don't. I think that they just try to... I don't know. They know they're, they know they're the, the big player on the block, too, just like Marvel, and, and people pay attention. But, I mean, they, they hit... They I think hit. they're trying to capitalize upon a wave. Yeah. And the, the problem is that they're they're not they they don't they don't have enough insight to see what the wave is, and the wave is that that people are interested in quality content that's yeah. that's tied together that's not necessarily like that's not fitting the same exact genre movie over movie versus mm-hmm. what you know what DC is doing it's it's this it's it hasn't been the same genre after. Aquaman and Shazam, I think they kind of figured it out, but I think they've kind of lost their way a little bit. And in the rumors that we've heard, as far as like everything else being mm-hmm. lighthearted, and like okay, well, yeah, we don't necessarily want everything lighthearted. Right. We want we want some diversity within the movies that we see. Exactly. Was uh, was, was Marvel first to market with this stuff? No. No. Um, Christopher Christopher. Uh, um, Christian no. Bell. Um, well, Batman the first one. You go back to Michael. Well, you get Keaton. the Batman's. The Batman's have been going on for. Yeah. Let me go I mean, back. You mean you want to go back, back, or you want to go just to that? I mean, so I mean, it was like, that, there's, there's right? Been a lot of I mean, you had, you had Spider-Man, but that wasn't really Marvel. That was Sony. And then you had. See, this is where Bell. this is well, what I, I was guess, just talking about. We could talk about modern day because because if you go back to modern day, then yeah, you take you take that that. See, that's the beauty, and like they try to rest on their laurels, though, too, because that trilogy of Batman was absolutely fantastic. Yes, right? I mean that was, that was always a big thing back in the day, like you know who was going to play the next Batman, right? Everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you had, uh, you, had, you know, um, and that's DC, correct? Batman? Correct. Yeah. Yes. Okay, but then you have then you have like early. Correct me if I'm wrong here. Early two thousands, you had Iron Man come out. Yeah, and was that kind of the first of the Marvel that was that was kind of really yes, it was the very first Marvel. yes, really like computer generated mixed with like big deal right, and, yeah. it, and it looked really good. Oh, it was really good. Yeah, and that, is that kind of what started off this whole uh, yeah, comic and, book movie uh, blast off, if you will? I don't know how. Else well, to I think say. it's I think it's a combination. I think that I think probably Christian Bale is started driving yeah, okay. the they they and started it and launched it and, and then, then I think we got did, rocket boosters with did yeah. something completely different. Mm-hmm. Well, so they did they did um, they did Iron Man and then off the back of Iron Man they they launched something completely different as far as 
like how interconnected it was and and they didn't necessarily have one character like in the trilogy they had character after character after character built into this this whole storyline and then they brought them all together and then it was like it was more like comic books where dc wasn't dc wasn't written to come to justice league where marvel was written Written to come to to the avengers and i think that obviously when dc realized holy crap they're building to the avengers we've already released four movies what are we gonna do well we'll just do what we're gonna do we'll pull justice league movie out it, it it just did not it didn't hold water and i do want to say something about dc though and um because if anything i am truly impressed with the quality of the programming that they put on the dc app when we yes. talk about Tomb, doom patrol we talk about titans which we've talked about ad, ad nauseum and i will go to my grave talking about swamp thing because i've said it a million times that should not be off the air but it is but i think those three alone swamp thing Holy those shit. those three alone show whoever whoever they put on those projects they need to be running the movies yes they really do because i don't think that you need to do movies though i think they they dc needs to understand that there's a a, a a shift in tide that comes into place and that they should capitalize upon the streaming services sure within this no i mean i get capitalizing on i completely get it and i think dc will probably capture those audiences but i still think that if you want to if you want to make the big money you want to you want to be but knowing you, how the business works they make more off the streaming services tv shows so true, than they do true. so, let, so true. let's be honest here and, and basically what it seems to me as as an as an outsider is it seems like we're talking business here and yes. we're talking and we're well, talking we're talking, <laughs> yeah. market, yeah. we're talking we're talking markets yeah. we're yeah. talking markets basically so as a as an outsider as a non comic book aficionado if you will um to me as your average consumer right i mean because you guys already know everything about the comics but you know if if they're if marvel or dc who they're fighting over might be people like me who they're you know who they're trying to bring in you know more consumers Mm -hmm. and stuff like that so your average consumer would be me and from my point of view uh it seems like marvel grabbed the market yes early Mm-hmm. Right, so you always had DC, you always had the Batman, right, mm-hmm. and that was always cool. That was always established. However, that was a certain kind of movie to where there wasn't really a whole lot of computer-generated special effects and stuff like that. Uh, um, the Bale movies or the earlier? So, ones? so the earlier. I mean, me, yeah, I'm I'm 32 years old, I was okay. born in '87. So, what I grew up with was um, Batman Begins, stuff like that. So you're talking right, we, like I, Mr. I, I Freeze? Got Kilmer. Yeah, I got Kilmer. Yeah. yeah. Kilmer. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Okay. I got Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I go. But then, you know, in the early 2000s, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just from a memory here. I think we got Iron Man that came mm-hmm. out that really kind of made things different. And then that turned into... But um, you're missing that that three run of the Batman, though, with Heath Ledger's Joker and that Batman. Yes, that was awesome. Yeah, that was the he. Okay. Yeah, Heath Ledger really killed it with it with the Joker. Yeah, there. and I think he really kind of started. I, I mean, maybe DC really only has kind of the foothold I mean, as far as movies goes. With no, no, Batman. But, th- but that was it. I mean, that's that, no, that was yeah, Batman. I mean, that was had, what DC did. That was it. Had, by the way, the did we Phantom, all? You had you had no. the Spirit. You had um you you had 
because I, I really I really liked ba- the Rocketeer was cool. I yeah, really liked I really, I really liked Batman as a, as a kid. I mean, I had the VHS yeah. and everything. Po- so I Michael thought Poison Keaton's Ivy Batman. was cool. Yep, Michael yeah. Keaton was awesome. Yeah. Um, but then I I'd say growing into a little bit older when kind of really the special effects as far as movies go mm-hmm. became computer generated and became really really like uh, quality and mm-hmm. really good looking. Mm-hmm. Um, the, what comes to mind is Iron Man. Oh, I agree. And that's yeah. and that's Marvel. And then I think they kept calling it. Was was the Fantastic Four? Was that DC or Marvel? Oh my God! That was Marvel, but that was underneath a different property. So you know, it was. Oh. See, because no, that, that no, was the Fantastic next thing I can Fantastic Four. They are in Marvel. They are in Marvel okay, characters. That was yes. the next thing I can remember coming out after yeah. Iron. What would you think of Fantastic Four? I thought it was pretty cool. Okay. Because because there weren't a whole lot of superhero movies coming out. And that's, that's true. And that's just me. And then, but then, but then, as you, your average consumer who doesn't no, no, know no, no. anything, no, no, no. But you're right. I get what you're saying. Right. You're completely. I get it. But then, but then also after you got that, then you got then you got the inundated with the X Men. Yeah. Right. There was that X Men run yeah. that ran for the a while. Yeah. Movie at that point. Yeah. That they were. They were I love. I did like the X Men movies. I did. I enjoyed. Yeah. Them. And I and there, I like. I think slop, the original I like X Men because I grew up with it. Yeah. I mean, I think the. The original X Men movie, if you take you know what it was with with um, Heath or with Hugh Jackman, Hugh Jackman, Hugh Jackman. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I I think that like when we talk about that, I agree. But I tell you one thing that Marvel did, which I thought was really one of the best Marvel movies, was Logan. Yeah, I thought yeah, I actually yeah. thought Logan, even though it wasn't all about being a badass and everything. I mean, Old Man real. Logan was so that that it comic played out was, like a comic book series, right? Yeah. So I mean, like mm-hmm. every comic book series isn't like you know this is jam packed action in your face right. every single second. It's it's some character driven storylines, you know, like. But it's stay continuity but, though too. Yeah, but it, but it was the right time. Oh, right? it was like, perfect. I mean, you, you you had to have it. We were, you couldn't we have were, had it. You couldn't have had it five years earlier. No, no, we we that. were. We have already we already went through X Men, X Men Wolverine Origins, and now we're here. Yeah. So I mean that was really what I thought was a great way to take such an iconic character that even me who doesn't read Marvel a ton but I did read X Men. Lo- who doesn't love Wolverine? Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean everybody, Schwing. everybody, Schwing. everybody, everybody from when Lost when I was a kid. It was it wasn't only the. The freaking X Men cartoons. Yeah. It was the X Men video games, the arcade. Oh games. yeah, oh yeah. Which yeah. by the way, which by the Capcom way, yeah. they mm-hmm. are bringing back in a smaller version that you can buy for only like three hundred fifty bucks. Oh, is that it? Yeah. Oh, just okay. Only. And only. You can have only. a mini version of an arcade game. Yeah. I played my wife in Mortal Kombat the other day in nice. it was pennies or something. She kicked my ass, but it's bullshit. And I'll get her back. <laughs> Right, you but let her win. Yeah, but they also had, but they also had like um, the the X Men games, and I loved playing the X Men arcade game. Yeah, and that was also like it was the cartoon, it was the games and everything like that. Yeah, and so that's what I mean by like it's business and and, and markets, and that's kind of what we're talking right. about here. And kind of people, maybe maybe it's you know maybe they're going for different markets. Yeah. Maybe, maybe DC is kind of sticking with maybe staying true to the comics, while Marvel's maybe going after a little bit more of a broader consumer base it could be i I mean i think i think marvel has a smarter approach to the consumer Mm -hmm. than dc does but you know i mean obviously we josh and i look at all these movies 
like so ridiculously critical. It's it's almost obscene, but we yeah. just do because that's just that's just how right. We are. And, I mean, and I don't get it because I didn't read the comics. Yeah, I'm right, like, oh, but the whole point cool is like if you just want to yeah. see something that's cool, like right. here's an example. Like like I, well, I, I think like like I mean even even not like to the point like well this didn't match up with this storyline. Yeah, like, you know. We we must have the 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 Wonder Woman that we deserve. Yeah, right, but I, but I get it, was... it because I get very upset when uh, historical movies don't match up with history. Exactly. Right. right. So but, I understand that a hundred percent. Yeah. But, so it's the same premise. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it's it's essentially the same premise. Like it can vary a little bit more than than historical movies can. Like mm-hmm. you couldn't have, you couldn't have like a uh, George Washington that differed a whole lot. From what George Washington actually was, right, right, right. versus I mean, you can have a Captain America that differs a little bit more, yeah, with Captain America, right. than, than But there's certain, but there are rules and boundaries that that we have. <laughs> yeah. I just, I, mean, I can't help it. I mean, I want like, I just, and again, I know people get so sick of me talking about Batman, but I have Batman expectations, and I want my Batman to do what I know Batman is supposed to do and I know what Batman is capable of and I know how he does what he does and I know and it's like whenever he strays from these things I'm so hypercritical which is so stupid and I understand that but I just can't help it because I just want I know I don't know it's just wrong it's like whenever someone ever takes takes the Batman property over and they do like their version which happens obviously yeah. in the comic books a gazillion times right and sometimes it's like I love it Sometimes I hate it, but sometimes it's like there's a good blend. But then a lot of times it's like, man, it's like no one ever like like touches what I would consider like the cathedrals of Batman, but they definitely tinker with what they can. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And it's like it always bothers me because I already I've already done it and tinkered with it and no. So anyways, but any that being said, I will shut up about Batman. But Josh, I want to remind you of something. It is the the clock has struck twelve, and as we know, I am still waiting for my Marvel Advent calendar for my bride. Um, Are you waiting for your Marvel Advent calendar for your bride too? Uh, I don't know what the fuck that is. Okay, he doesn't know what the fuck it is, but what it is, we're gonna you're gonna see. So I'm just gonna I will I will open this up. So Andrea, who is a very loving wife to Wong Josh. Um, had purchased him a Marvel pop figure advent calendar. Interesting. Exactly. So, yeah. so whenever it strikes midnight, Josh, why on air, will open up his advent calendar and share with us the pop figure he receives. To, to Daniel's dismay. Okay. <laughs> who, who can't watch me open up this particular day. Is there a story that goes along with it? No, no, not really. I okay. mean, like, Andrea. Other Andrea. Than my, okay, there is a story, Josh. My wife didn't buy me one, <laughs> and nor did yours. <laughs> Interesting. Well, yeah. I mean, I can understand why my wife wouldn't buy me one, but your wife, no excuse. I, I, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, bullshit. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Thank you. I will tell her that as soon as I get home. And I'm pretty sure you've been good all year. I'm going to so, wake her up yeah. and say, you know what? You know what Jimmy said? Yep. Jimmy said, get your ass up. Go, go, <laughs> go to Walmart. Get him a Marvel she, calendar. Listen, listen there's, I took notes there's Amazon. <laughs> she doesn't even have to leave the bed. <laughs> All right, what do we got, Josh? Let's get the calendar out. This is the Marvel opening calendar. So, to fill in on the fast week, I've gotten... Oh, what do we get? What do we get? Is there chocolate? So right, hold on. Let me... I, I, I just want to interrupt for one second. So the last character we received on the podcast was Venom. 
Venom, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so as we move forward... I haven't seen that movie, but I want to. Oh, you oh, need really to. Good. You yeah, need good. to see that. Actually, I think the actor is pretty cool. I forget yeah. his yeah, name. Tom Holland. There you go. Or not Tom, Tom Hardy. Not that, no, Tom, Tom Hardy. Hardy. Tom yeah. Hardy, yeah. He's cool. I like everything he's in. Holy shit, we've known names almost all night long. Yeah, I wouldn't give us that much credit. But yeah. yeah. So I'm going to put that on my, least, on my like, watch 50. list. Yeah. Anyways, Venom um, was last week. Yeah, Venom was last week on Friday. I got um, Black Panther. Um, since then, Doctor Strange. Um, Ooh, cool. Yeah. How um, cool? What, uh, now, what is he doing? Doctor Strange, he's yeah. got like his hands. Up? And, like his yeah, little up fingers in up. Front up. Of okay. you. Right. Like it's, I've gotten Miles Morales, Spider-Man. Last week? Yeah, but cool. In, in between last week and this Dude, week, solid um, for you. You love him. Uh, Black Widow. Cool. Wait, which um, one was Black Widow again? She's the female spy Russian chick hmm. that was in uh, Iron Man Two. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I remember. In Avengers. Yep. Um, the Russian. It's really the only noteworthy one. Okay. Let's we'll see what we got. Crack it open. Let's see. Um. On today, the 14th, I have gotten. If it's Bat. No, I was say if it was Bat. <laughs> oh, shit. I have gotten. It looks like Nova, honestly. Mm. So, I mean, most people probably wouldn't get this, but. Yeah, yeah what's a Nova? This. So, Nova, you remember Guardians of the Galaxy? Yeah, I do. So, the Nova Core. Yeah. Was the police force that um, wait Guardians Guardians of the Galaxy? So you got uh, like Marvel a, like, or DC? Marvel. Marvel. Okay, I like so, Guardians of the Galaxy a lot. Fantastic. Yeah. Right. In fact, it is is Nova or Nova Core? Okay, I see it. Um, so Guardians or Guardians of the Galaxy, the Nova Core was this. Um, uh, John C. Riley played a part in it. Um, that was on this planet that that um, uh, Chris Pratt's character was arrested on. Right. Um, and the planet was Nova. Uh, uh-huh. The Nova Core was um, this this police force that that um, handled the crimes for this planet. I'm yep. starting to see a pattern here. I think I'm yeah. mostly a Marvel guy. Yeah, a little bit. Don't DC worry, guy. I'll talk to you. We'll we'll get you straight. <laughs> which which one was X Men again? Marvel. <laughs> Marvel. Yeah, Marvel. I don't know. I, I'm just. Like X Men's in my heart. I'm gonna man. load you up with some Batman shit. You'll be good to go. No <coughs> one. I like I like Bat. Oh, yeah. I like him. Uh, yeah. No. But anyways, dude, that's crazy. That's what you get though. Yeah, that's why you get. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I like it, but how many days? Yeah. I was been? hoping for something a little bit like that. This is 14 of 24, so I've got so 10 that's more 24. Days. That's 24 characters. I mean, I, I get they gotta put a yeah. couple in there. I get it. I get it. I get it. But um, we'll open one more on the. Uh, and they don't. The, they don't want to be uh, generic. I understand. No, I'm not getting. Don't get me wrong. I appreciate it. I but I just. Cool I'm just saying. Game. Yeah, I mean it's definitely like different than anything else that I have up in my office right now. So. Which are many. Many, yeah, very, very many, including these. It's probably like 30s. No, no, it's probably like 40s, 50s. Yeah, Josh is a pop guy. Yeah, is it what? He's a pop figure guy. Okay, okay, I got Characters, like, they're typically bigger, like, um, the bobbleheads. Yeah, but what I like about Josh, though, every one, every character he has means something, though. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what, I think that's how the pop figures, like, last, because it's like, everybody, 
You could buy one of those for oh, I mean, somebody. Buy, yeah, you can buy like sports. And somebody's going to love. Oh, well, I have a Troy yeah. Palomalo. Yeah. Exactly. Which, by the way, one of they, the they make best. A, they make a secondary Freeman. players. Yeah. Yeah, they make yeah. a Freddie Freeman like pop figure. They make. You I, know. I recently lost a uh, longtime bobblehead that I've had since. Uh, what, what? Was what was that? You ready? Yes. Betty Boop. Oh, hey. Betty Boop. Nice. I had a Betty Boop bobblehead. And look, it's okay. I, I Are you okay? Mad. I'm I'm fine with it. What happened? It was it was my nephew, my one year old nephew, and he was just playing with it hard. Oh, and he popped it, and it was all wow. good. You know, I'm not upset wow. about it. But you know, I always, as a kid, I thought Betty Boop was cool. You know, I thought you know I, that I, had some age on it though. I thought she was a classy broad for her time. You know what I mean? I mean she had nice gams. Yeah, she did. Have she had nice gams. Nice gams <laughs> on her. Yeah. You know. Um, and, uh, you know, it was cool. But, I mean, I'm not upset or anything about it. But, yeah, Betty Boop is lost. It's all good, though. Well, but good to it, know. It, I would rather lose her to my nephew than anybody else. That's true. He's a good kid. That's, hey, that's all that matters. That's all that matters. Something else I want to talk about this week was yeah. um, The Outsiders that's coming out on ah. HBO. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean... I can't say enough. Like, if you haven't watched the video or the the trailer, then definitely go watch the trailer. Yeah. But um, Jason Bateman, um, the guy from uh, Bloodlines, uh, I forget. The, he's not the main blood, guy. He's a, not Bloodlines. He's on Bloodlines. Yeah, the the no. main guy. Do you the, guys have a hard time taking uh, Bateman seriously when he plays serious roles? No, I, um, I do. I I tell you what you want to you want to make him erase all of your thoughts of how he can play a serious role. Uh-huh. Watch the Ozarks. I've watched it. I've watched it, dude. And, and you can't. He does a pretty good. I'll give it to him. Yeah, he oh does do good. Oh my god, on he's like we talk about. This is so funny you bring that up yeah. because we talk about this right. And the last one that we talked about, you watch Jack Ryan. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Now. I'm we like talk- I'm like on I'm on like episode three of season two. No, no, no. I watched all of season two <laughs> within I'm, I'm from, almost there. from five o'clock p.m. Uh-huh. on one day. Binged it. Binged it. Okay. Until five o'clock. I like, and I'll be I'll be honest. I I like drinking when I watch my like spy war movies. But let me ask Warsaw, you this though. But this me. is my point though. So you have Jim from the office. Yeah. And you have Jack. Yeah. Okay. It's now, fucking great. But what? So my point is like so the okay. Go back to the first season. Well, hold on. Right? Let me, let me, real so, quick. Let me make a point. Real quick. Okay, before sure. you go there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <coughs> if he hadn't done thirteen hours before that, oh, I see. I, I see. I wouldn't have given him the credit when I saw him on the uh, the advertisement sure. on on Amazon Prime. I would, so, go, I would go a step further and say the Quiet Place. Yeah, I never saw that. Oh my god. Oh, well, so what that. we're really Just iconic, right, right, right. Okay, obviously as a pop figure. Because I'll be honest, so, I don't look at. What I talk about, Jim from The Office. When again in thirteen, that was good, and I. And two, like even the first episode of season one of Jack Ryan, I was like. It started. It started fading by episode three. Yeah. He was now Jack Ryan. Right. I do. Okay. So did you watch Veep? Veep. No, I never. Okay. So Julia. 
she's Elaine, right? right? So if you see her, you always think Elaine, right? Right, right. Dude, it is, first off, Veep is this. Josh, did you watch Veep? Yeah, yeah, Veep is fantastic. So smart. It's it's just, it, and at the time, if you watch it, like, in context of time, it's so parallel with what's going on, too. It's really, really, the, the writing is very sharp, sarcastic, and tongue-in-cheek. It's okay. very, very good. But my point is, it's like, at first it was like, I watch, I, I wanted to watch Veep. I'm like, okay, oh, that's Elaine. And then again, by by episode three, it's like, it's, she's no longer Elaine. And it's like, once those characters can make me forget who they, who, what made them, that's when I was like, wow, they really are talented. Yeah, because get, then it makes you get into the show more too. Oh, well, yeah. absolutely. I mean, I mean, I love Veep. I think Veep, and they got snubbed at it. They got snubbed too. Josh's point with with Jim though, right? From the office is even bigger because, like, when thirteen hours, and then you look at him and Jack Ryan, the guy. Let's get some range. Known that because, who? I mean, just first off, the office is is just. It's, I just, that, it's just that that, that it's, uh, it's a lighting in a bottle there. Yeah, it's so. that unique uh, TV show. Yeah. It's just, I don't, I don't even yeah. know. It, it is interesting. Yeah. It's, it's almost like real. I can relate, I can relate to every one of those issues. You I can, can relate like, to all I know them. a guy that looks just like me. Yes. Yeah, they're all morons. And when corporate comes in. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But, uh, yeah, I just think that um, I love him. I think he's really talented. I yes. think that him. But to be honest with you, I'm almost worried now that I'm not going to be able to take him out of the job. Out of the Jack maybe, role, maybe uh, you I, know. I don't, you don't. It, there's there's few actors that are able. I'll give roles. you. I'll give you one right now. I think is the best. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit! I mean, you know, you, I never really it, thought about that. They just brought oh, that up. Seriously, you. I love is, I, I love Harrison he, he Ford. Is, he is one of those actors. That he's he's mainly an action guy. Hold on one second. You know what? He's played Jack Ryan. Has he? Yes, he did. Yep. I didn't know that. Which movies were those? They were... So, uh, well, get, I, I, think of other people like like that, that affect you that way, though. It's like I mean, well, I was saying Johnny Depp. He uh, once he started doing the pirates movies. Yeah, 
Yeah. And it was kind of hard for me to kind of envision him as anything else. Uh, from fear and loathing to... Yeah, fear and loathing. Oh, what's it? Pirates. I just. Yeah. I only saw him as Captain Jack Sparrow. Yeah, but you, but see, Captain but Scrooge. but you guys wouldn't. I'm just, a, just a little bit, just a smidget. But you guys probably don't remember him. Street as a as yeah. A, so Twenty One Jump Street. Person. He was a detective on there with actually. Um, Don Dom DeLuise's, you know who Dom DeLuise is? I've heard the name. I yeah. remember them both in the cameo. But yeah, so anyways, he, um, just so go back to Harrison Ford real quick. Um, he played in Patriot Games and mm. uh, Clear and uh, Present Danger. So, okay. So he was Jack Ryan in those two movies. Okay. So, there we go. Anyways. Yeah, I mean... There's, yeah. I mean, he was a very young man as um, as Han Solo. He was? Yeah. He's very young. Yes, he was. Well, I mean, he's, what, 70s of, uh, now? Yeah, it was coming off of his first, like... Uh, his first movie was American Graffiti. Yeah, American And that's Graffiti. why he actually was able to... Lucas did American Graffiti, so that's why Lucas brought him on right. to Star Wars. Well, also, who we were talking about earlier was uh, Pacino. Yeah. Is he? He, you know, he's got a couple characters. Yeah. He, but not a whole lot. He's got a. He's got the Scarface, in which he Serpico. Pl- which he, uh, it, yeah. and Serpico and um. Crap. What's the other one? Uh, Carlito's Way. Yeah. Where he Dude, also... I gotta tell you one second. I'm gonna pause for a second. Carlito's Way is one of the most underrated movies. Oh, I think it's great. Period. I love that movie. Mm-hmm. I thought that was such a such a beautiful movie. It was so well shot, yep. well acted, well done. It never got what it should have got. I don't yeah. know. I don't know what came out around that time because it was this was that's an older movie too. No, I I fucking love so, all those all those uh, movies that make you feel like you're back on the street on the streets of New York City in yeah. the '80s when it was just freaking wild wild west out there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like Goodfellas. Yeah. Yeah, Casino. Yeah, yeah. We we should do a, definitely do a mob movie mob one time. Movie. Yeah. yeah. Oh shit. I I listen. I listen. Actually, I listen to a mafia podcast that talks about all the different the mafia leaders over time and stuff like that. And I've and I've and I'm basically almost I'm done, pretty much. And it's been I don't know I don't know probably about God it's been probably like seventeen hours of this. Yeah. But it like it takes each. Each influential mob leader, and breaks it down because I am by far Sopranos, dude. That is probably yeah. one of my top series of all time. One. I will never, I will watch. I would watch that probably over and over again constantly. But Sopranos was speaking of fantastic. And speaking of the the previous topic, the fucking guy. Who plays in Adam Sandler movies? I can't remember his name right now. Yeah, but he also don't worry. Boardwalk Empire, and in The Sopranos, <laughs> the buggy eyed guy. Yes, that motherfucker. <laughs> Whatever his name um, is, Steve uh, or Buscemi. No. Is it Buscemi? Uh, yes, yeah, Steve Buscemi in Boardwalk Empire. Holy Fantastic. Crap. Because I only pictured him. 
prior to that yeah. as all in the Sandler movies as yes. being kind of like a goof, yes. Yes. right? And then yeah. Sopranos kind of like eased him into it a yes. little bit. Yeah, and, and then, then he, he blew really it out. Fully came into a damn gangster, but he wasn't like a get his hands dirty gangster in Boardwalk Empire. He yeah. was a politician. Yeah. You know, but he was definitely dirty. Well, he's probably just—he's more dirty if he's a politician. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. But he wouldn't get his—he wouldn't get his own hands yeah. dirty. You no, know? Steve Buscemi is very Boardwalk Empire. Actually, is another one that underrated. I thought was really underrated, yeah. really, really good. I thought that was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. The whole Atlantic City—it talks whole through that whole point of time too, because it was the same point where. Women didn't have the right to vote. Right. You had the suffragette type of situation going on. You had dudes and, coming back from World yeah, War One. And then you had Al Capone. Right. Like, like he was like what, fifteen years old at the point, whatever he was. He right. was like, a, he was like a young buck coming up, right? Right. And it's like you see his influence over this and stuff. And there, I'll tell you what, that I really enjoyed. There's another movie that was out that um, I thought was poorly written, and it really wasn't done that well. But I thought filled some gaps in, and it was a movie with Ben Affleck. It was in it, and it had to do with mafia involvement with the rum trade in Florida. Hmm. And did you see that? Ben Affleck, no. I was thinking of um, Lawless with. Um, oh, that Tom, was fantastic! Tom, yes, Tom Hardy and uh, Spider. Um, no, Tom Hardy yeah. and. Uh, uh, yeah, that was Spider Man. Sure. No, no, it was it was the guy from uh, Oh Transformers. Transformers. Yeah, yeah sorry, not Spider Man. Transformers. No, no. Sean, or uh, Sean or um... the guy uh, Sh- Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. Oh, Shia, that, that motherfucker, dude. Yeah, the main I can't, You know what? I got to stop for a second here because you are so so right. That was another one that I completely, absolutely agree with you. Underrated. Did not get what it deserved because I'm telling you what that was a really not only was it a really good movie, you, it was. I, I gotta I gotta put it on you my gotta watch, watch it now. I Josh, have, I don't, you can talk well, about. I might have yeah. seen it, but I can't remember it right. Yeah, now. so I mean, I mean, Shalabov plays this like kid. Um, his brother, who is Tom Hardy, uh-huh. is running this moonshining business. Oh um, yes, running. yes, and one of the dudes gets fish hooked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, yes, I know exactly what you're talking so it's, about. It's, yep. it's not like a, it's not necessarily yeah. a mob movie. It's like more of a yep. southern like those, those are that, yeah. that is one of the little gems that I love about like Netflix and some of these streaming services. Yeah. That they they got these little movies on there that when I'm like looking for something and I'm like it takes me like 30 minutes to find something sometimes, and that's been one of those gems that I've found, and uh, I I probably watched that movie a couple of years ago, but. I do remember specifically one of the badass. He, he like fish hooked a guy like behind a car. Or something. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know, but it was. No, I, I know. I know exactly the scene you're talking I can't, about. I, I can't pull up specifics of the movie other than that. But uh, but yeah, I do really remember good. it being one of those little gems where like, hey, you know, I'll give this a chance, and I ended up fucking loving the movie. But I'm telling you what, the acting chops of not Shia, but um, Tom Hardy. Hardy, in that. Oh yeah. Oh. I mean, even Shia, don't cut Shia short on that. Dude, Hard- yeah. Hardy's no, 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 I'm not really cutting. Shia and Hardy no, no, no. have done everything. I'm not cutting him short at all, but I'm just saying like what I expected of my what I expected out of Tom Hardy mm-hmm. and what I got in that was like here and Shia like here, you know what I mean? But I mean they were both fantastic. I mean, don't get me wrong, but I just he blew me away. Yeah, with what he yeah. did. You, you know what it is that I think about 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 Shia and Hardy. 
that they're they're both very dynamic actors and they have a pretty good range. Yeah. Right? And they've done almost every kind of fucking movie. Even even to, there's there's this one movie on Netflix called like Nymphomaniac or yeah, something yeah, like Nympho. Yeah. And Shy is in it. And and he plays an interesting character in that. That's yeah. kinda like nothing anything he's like he's played that I've seen. But um you know what it is about those two is I think they're not uh they don't fit the traditionally handsome character like a Brad so, Pitt or something like that. Yeah. So they so they end up being a little bit like just below that. Yeah. But it also gives them it also gives them more range. That gives them the it gives them the ability to be able right. to do those type of things. There's like there's there's um the one guy that I always think about that it reminds me of that like he's in so many freaking movies. And he was in um was in Superman actually. Old, old Superman. Um, and this guy, like he, he was in Deliverance. I mean, he's always, he was always in, like a secondary role. Joe Biden, ne- never the lead. <laughs> Joe Biden. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Joe Biden was the creepy um, Joe and, and, and Deliverance. And and it's just like it's. I just think it's really weird. It's like uh, this guy was like, like if you looked at his IMBD, this guy has like so much. It's just it's insane. I'm gonna look Speaking him up. Speaking of secondary roles and guys just like that. Um, you ever seen Hell or High Water? Yeah. The hmm? guy, the guy that plays who, who was the guy that played Captain Kirk again? Um, Chris Pine. Pro, or Chris, Chris Pine. Pine yeah. yeah, he was the main character, and his brother was the was that guy. He played in a lot of westerns. Yeah. And he he was he's a great actor, and he's always kind of like second second uh, second fiddle to whoever the main guy is. Yeah, I mean, so if you wanna if you ever wanna like hear about like um uh, and surprisingly an in-depth analysis of like what goes into acting mm-hmm. um there's this there's this youtube series called hot ones and they've had they've had like um Dwayne the rock johnson on they've mm-hmm. had like uh um, oh my god what's he binging with babadesh on um the the uh, you know the guy that i've made like a couple of recipes off of mm-hmm. um yeah the cubans was was him um it's been it's been a few people, but he had Shia LaBeouf on, and Shia LaBeouf talked about um, his acting uh, presence, and and he talked about like um, how he's the most fake method act- actor that there is out, just because he doesn't follow along with the um, typical method actor that that you would see within like screen. He doesn't like he follows along. With he's the, he's also uh, Shia LaBeouf. He's also out there getting into all kinds of fucking shenanigans and shit. Yeah, so he had like his whole thing to where like he he, he had a spurt in like 2015 or so. Yeah, because he went went from like holes to like getting arrested and shit in public. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he started playing all these different roles. Yep. To like in the penitentiary. Yeah, I kind of felt like he had something to prove there for a little while. Yeah, so he talks about that a little bit, but. He definitely talks about like how how he he approaches acting and stuff like that. So who's that? Uh, Buff. Yeah, I I like him a lot. I think he's a really interesting guy. Yeah. I mean, he obviously went off the rails for a while. No, no, no. But, and he talks about that, but but it's it's not you know, um, it's interesting. Like I'm no I'm I'm no bigger a Shia Buff fan than I am um, a uh, I don't know fucking um, uh, 
whatever B-list actor you want to give me fan. He's not a B-list actor. But for me, like, he, he kind of falls along that same line. Yeah. But what I he mean, after he about, messed up his Transformer fame. Yeah, well, he talks about within that, that type of, like, within that questioning line. Like, it, it's it's surprising. Like, it's, I'm, I'm going to have you sit down and watch it, basically, after this episode, or after we record mm-hmm. this episode. So... But I, if you haven't had a chance to like go check out Hot Ones with specifically Shia LaBeouf, because mm-hmm. where you wouldn't expect you'd laugh, you laugh. Yeah. And then where you wouldn't expect you'd learn something, you definitely learn something. Yeah, that's cool. That. Um, so, do you have anything else for um, other news today? I think we've just been rambling here. I think I think other news is over. <laughs> I mean, there's there's not much else for other news. No, I don't think there's anything else really like hot, hot. I mean, if you did, you want to touch you the go Star Wars ride Mandalorian? Yeah, I mean, we can go over Mandalorian. I want to go. I don't want to go over too much. Okay, Star Mandalorian. So about that. the um, Thursday Mandalorian. Um, this episode was, I loved it. I I really enjoyed it a lot. Um, I think that, uh, so basically this episode, I just be prepared because I'm, we're not holding back on the Mandalorian just as a, as a point of reference, we're going to just talk about it. So if you haven't watched it, tough noogies. Yeah. So, um, this one I thought was really cool. Um, uh, basically the man Mandalorian, obviously he's traveling out in space. He hooks back up with one of his homies, which is the guy, um, who is uh, from Sons of Anarchy. I forget the guy's name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't realize that. Yeah, I, I yeah. completely get the relationship. Yeah. Yeah. So he's the uh, one of the Sons of Anarchy guys. And uh, he it's plays... kind of like the, the VP at the time. The, yeah, he's like the, like second fiddle or... Yeah, yeah. At the yeah. time that Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, played. always got Jax's back. You know, yeah. you know. He, I like the character. I think he's a really good... Yeah. Yeah. You watch Sons of Anarchy? Yeah, you're really I, I did. The, so, like, like a lot of shows with, with, you know, before I get off topic too, too much here. That's like all we do. That's like all Josh and I do. I was like, okay, Sons of Anarchy, first, you know, two seasons are pretty cool. And then I was like, this is getting kind of lame. Uh, everything was like, I did it for the club, Gemma. Yeah. You know, and it was just, it just got kind of too yeah. emotional. And, and then you had like to go to the Peg Bundy thing, too. Right, right. Yeah. And, and Exactly, yeah, so. right? So, I mean, like, yeah. that was the whole thing. Like, I, I couldn't, like, imagine her without being, like, you know. With Al. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Al. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so, anyways, you can see that they have this type of relationship that was obviously based solely on um, tit for tat. I mean, it, it was definitely it was a uh, situation where when it was beneficial to him or beneficial to to the Manda or whatever, and they've had obviously had a big history and so forth. And he built this. Um, he had this little scheme to get this one guy out of jail. Blah blah blah, and. Uh, I just I thought that the the premise though I cannot escape that how it harkens every time back to that whole western thing that we yeah. feel. And I am Josh, I am so okay with it though. Oh, I'm I'm completely I'm, okay with it. I am so okay with it. It's like we, I, we talked about I talked about like quantum leap on yeah. this this program again. Um, and, and I definitely like harken back to like that, that quantum leap or like even like, uh, like, um, 
Walker, Texas Ranger type of thing to where like it's a different <laughs> thing every week. And I prefer that. Yeah. It's refreshing. But to not have to follow every single oh, detail. Yeah, correct. But but there's always the underlying situation. Yeah. Oh no, no, Baby absolutely. Yoda, yes, yes. Which that's what yes. I like. I like yes. I like that. There's we definitely have, a through story there, yes, but it's not it's just a, it's not it's a monster of the week time. Yeah, it's it oh. Yes. It, Josh, you summed it up perfectly. Monster of the week is what it is. Yes. And I just, first off, I just, I can't, he is such a badass, dude. I mean, the Mandalorian, Mando is a badass. So have you watched the Mandalorian yet, Jimmy? I have not. Um, I, I'll be, like I said, I'm not like a comic book. No, guy, he's or, or Star, Wars. Star Wars. I am, okay, so. I well, don't, you I don't, know who I'm Boba not, Fett is, right? I do know who Boba Fett is. Okay. And Boba Fett was, so as far as Star Wars goes. And Django, like, you should know Django. Yes. So as far as Star Wars go, like, uh. The old Star Wars, like the the original ones that were made, and then everything in the early two thousands, as what I could be, it was what I'm up to speed on. Okay, anything cool. after anything after Disney bought it, yes, I, I'm not up to speed on. Okay, it. So well, however, you're up to speed on this. However, I used to have quite a few Star Wars characters that you know I would I would buy as a kid, and Boba Fett was by far my favorite damn character. Oh, do you still so, have them? I don't. Damn it. Nope. Damn it. I do not. You I, I did have that a military thing where you throw everything over your move. I was about to buy that shit I, off of you, and I'm hot. Uh, yeah, I was gonna, like, let's go back to your house. <laughs> I, did, I had a Boba Fett, and I did have a Millennium Falcon at one. A Millennium Falcon. <sighs> oh, at one point. God, that yeah. was that was a big ass. Matt's rubbing his boy. nipples at the moment. So I will tell you one quick story. So I had as a child, I was blessed as a child because, like, my family hashtag blessed. Hashtag first world problems. Yeah. So as a but as a child, I didn't get gifts. I didn't get like, I got a birthday present and I got Christmas gifts. That was it. You know, my family when I grew up, we didn't go out to eat. We ate at home. So going out to eat was like an adventure, right? So like you you go out to eat on your birthday or special occasion, and that was it. I mean, you didn't go to McDonald's. You didn't do anything. You went home and you ate. So, it's like, when you wanted something for Christmas, I used to get the old, back in the day, this is before you guys, I'm sure, you'd get the catalog, and you'd circle what you wanted, right? No, yeah, I have the Sears, Sears catalog. Uh, the Sears catalog. I, I still have my kids do that. Yeah, so the Sears catalog, I'd circle everything I wanted, right? So, basically, I'd go to the Star Wars page, and I'd just, like, we're, like, just, like, highlighting the whole page. I'd take it all, you know? So... I actually I was able to amass a really sweet Star Wars. I had the Death Star, I had the X-wing, I had the Tie Fighter, I had the Land Speeder, and I also had the Tie Fighter. Right. So eventually, as as a military person, it, not me, but my family, as a military family, when you move. You always shed shit, right? It's like, you know, thrift right. stores in a military base are probably a gold mine. Yeah, airmen's you know? attics, or, or what we used to call in the Air Force, airmen's attics. Yeah, so like, I used to go over and buy like, you know, like stacks of comics, like for nothing, at uh, the thrift shop, you know? It's now called Facebook Marketplace. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, but, so... 
I eventually, we moved back to Pittsburgh, and my kids are getting into Star Wars, and I call my mom, and I said, hey, mom, I said, what do you have? I said, where are all my, where are all my Star Wars dudes? I said, where, where's all my stuff? I said, where's the Death Star? And she's like, I don't know, I'll take a look. And she's like, oh. So she calls me back, and she says, I got a plane. And I'm like, well, what does it look like? <laughs> And she goes, well, it's it's white and there's orange on it. I'm like, oh, okay, that's an X-wing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I said, okay, I said, well, just whatever you have, put it all in a box. I'm gonna come get it, right? So I come get it, and there's like bits and pieces of shit, right? So I have this X-wing fighter, obviously clearly from the '70s, and she brings it and I bring it in the house and I show my kids and they're like, oh my god, that's so cool. And I'm like, look. And I said, when you push R2, the wings expand. I said, and they're like, oh, that's so awesome. So I give it. I chose to give it to my children, right? Because yeah, I probably, think probably worth like six hundred bucks. Oh, yeah. who knows? I don't even want to think about what it was worth because everything was there. The batteries actually, like I put batteries in it, and you push the blue button on the back. The little red light in the front lit up, so it still worked. Hmm. So, so anyways, I give it to my bucks. I give it to my kids, right? <laughs> and I said, you know, I kind of like. Think We're gonna I'm, have to call in an expert on that. I'm, I'm passing in. I'm passing a mantle over to my kids, right? Because my kids loved Star Wars. They 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 actually took to it a lot more than what I thought they would. To the point where they were asking me questions that I couldn't answer. So I would have to take them to Barnes and Noble, and I'd get a coffee, and I'd go buy—not buy, but I would pull off the Star Wars encyclopedia, and have to go through and answer the questions that they asked. So they were really into it. Lo and behold, in my house, I had a, a situation where my stairs went up, and I had this over, like two-story type of deal, where they uh, basically could, uh, you know, go straight up the stairs. So after I gave them the X-Wing, they promptly then spread the wings on the X-Wing, go to the top, and throw it down the stairs, thinking it can fly. Well, of course. Of course. Who wouldn't it do that? It flies in space. It should fly. Right. Why so, wouldn't it fly now? I mean, like, lift is obviously a thing yeah. that exists in space. Well, Bullshit, Dad. Yeah. So, <laughs> anyways, this X-Wing then just crashes right to the ground. It's in pieces. There's, I mean, it's like, now I have a Dagobah. Basically, X-Wing is what I have now. And it's like, it's just like, you know, I think back about these moments. And I'm like, whatever. You know what I mean? I right. still have it. Right. I, I, it's missing parts. You know, it's worth nothing, but it's worth something to me. But, I mean, and of course, the kids are like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I said, I gave it to you. You can do what you want with it. So, anyways, bottom line, I'm sorry. I got off the topic on that one. But, uh yeah. No, I mean, so, it's so definitely cool. The biggest thing that I want to talk talk about this week uh, on that is Bill Burr, right? <laughs> so Bill Burr is is a huge comedian. He's had lots of Netflix specials. Performed fantastically in a in a slightly different role than what he has been yeah. known to. He was in the Mandalorian. Yeah, it was in this. No shit. I like yeah. the, the. We've had a lot. Of, Gina Carano, dude, I loved her. Dude, she's yeah. just awesome. Fantastic. I love Gina Carano. 
Haywire. Right, so Dude, I, guess I, I, mean, gotta, I guess I gotta so, watch this Mandalorian. So, so to, to break down the Mandalorian for you, okay. imagine a Clint Eastwood Western right? with the old like 1970s, 1980s um, Star Wars. If you take the cinematographics from, from, from the 1970s, 1980s Star Wars yeah. and combine them with the Clint Eastwood... That's um, awesome. Both of those get West. my rocks off. Not even gonna lie. Yeah, no, I completely. I, I have. And there's I'm a both, baby Yoda. I have an erection and right now. And there's a what? Thing baby Yoda. Yeah, a baby Yoda. A baby Yoda. Yes. Yeah. Is he speaking yet? No, he's fifty no. years old, but he's not 50 speaking. Years old. He's yeah. fifty, but not speaking. No. that's yeah. excellent. So yeah, like, <laughs> that's that's what's so cool about the Star Wars. I mean, I really do. Uh, I mean, really, if you think of it, it's interesting how when Star Wars first came out, when George Lucas was writing all that shit, how the the whole space program was in its infancy. They called right? they called the defense system Star Wars. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, look, 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 program, at, look yeah, at everything. Look at everything. Uh, look at all the the uh, shows and stuff from the Boomer generation. Oh like yeah. Star Trek. So, you, you know what I mean? Uh, Deep yeah. Space Nine, all that shit, you know, my dad was really into. And my dad even worked at NASA for a little bit. Uh, he was, he, he, he worked on the uh, the broadcast equipment that went up in the shuttles. There you go. Yeah. Because um, he really, he was really into sci-fi yeah. and all that stuff. And it's just interesting how we, you know, we went to the moon and then that whole sci-fi genre <laughs> took off. Oh my God, yeah. And that's really, I mean, seriously, space... It really is the final frontier, and it, and it is going to be our next Mayflower situation. Oh, whoa. Well, okay. we, will, we will eventually, we will start colonizing the rest of the universe, and, and that's what's so cool about Star Wars to me, is that somebody thought about that, you know, what was it, like 50 years ago now? Yeah. 35 so, years ago. Yeah. Okay, well, not I'm 50. jumping ahead of myself. But yeah, seven, I mean, but, but you had... You 76. Had, um, I suck at math, but that 77? was... 77? You, you had um, the... Uh, the the, the um, Flash Gordon. Yeah, a, yeah, Flash uh, Gordon. But he also had Space 19, Space nineteen ninety nine. Regardless, I mean, as as soon as as soon as we're like, wow, we can get out of the atmosphere. Somebody was like, dude, we're going, we're going all over the place. Yeah. yeah. Eventually, one day, we're going all over yeah. the place, and this is what I think it's going to look like. And that's what Elon that's Musk really is cool all about, about, right? Yeah. 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 So, no, you're right, dude. It's like, like a lot of things, like they talk about. It's like. That I've seen so many type of like um, stories that have been written about looking at technology that they use in these shows, like like uh, the communicator on uh, Star Trek, yeah, and like making it into reality. Right. So, believe it or not, that has influenced people. Like those I mean, people that lasers, saw that as a child. Um, like our engineers AI now. programs, AI, yeah. Oh, yeah, it, it, it just really goes it, on and on. It yeah. really has. Well, I mean, that first off, all the stuff that we see, that AI Alexa stuff is scary. Alexa, exactly. Yeah. That AI stuff is scary though. Yeah, it but, is. But, it is, but, but it's a reality. From, that scares from the, the point that the yeah. 1960s, where they were like bridge, and then right. they they announced what right. they computer. wanted the bridge to do. Yeah, computer, and then yeah. they like, but it, you know, it, it's evolved into Alexa. Volume, you know, three or like Alexa, play, you know, whatever, right. and and then you can automate your house enough to where like I've gotten my automated to where I can say, you know, if I had an Alexa device in here, which I don't, but if I had an Alexa device in here, I could say, you know, Alexa, kitchen lights yeah. at thirty five percent. You could you could totally your house could totally be the Star Trek Voyager. Yeah, no fucking. Oh, easily, easily, no problem. Yeah, 
So, yeah. I mean, you know, today, that's that's a very small stretch of the magic. Okay, so one thing I want to question, though, is like, well, what, one thing we haven't adopted yet, though, which I find a little bit annoying, is why can't we have sliding doors? Well, we uh, do, but we do have practical. them. It, no, I want to come to my house. They and just like, like boop, boop, they're just broken shoot. all the damn time. You know? Yeah, too many motors. So, but anyways, we'll get there one day. One day, it'll happen. It'll happen. So, yeah. But anyways, I mean, back to the Mandalorian. Mandalorian. So I think that the uh, premise, I thought the story was fantastic. It's another one of those type of like, it had that it had that whole Western underfeel to it the whole time. And, no, uh, absolutely. I mean, and, and so like, yeah, the biggest thing is like halfway through or towards the ending of the TV, the, the episode, you're you're kind of wondering where the the morality of the the Mandalorian, yeah. and it's mm-hmm. always willing to to bring you to that point where you're willing to question where where and the it, character sits, and then it, it brings you back full circle. Says, but not only that, but it no, teased you though. You, is, you thought that he killed the one yeah. dude, and this is the you guy who killed all of them. This yeah, is the well, guy yeah. that they make the clones from. Or no, no, no. So Django is, Fett was the guy. The, this is the culture they make those. Clones. No. So All right, I'm gonna shut up and listen. Well, so, uh, yeah. So we, Django we can, Fett. Yeah. Django Fett was the the one that they made the clones from. Django Fett produced Bo, uh, Boba Fett, which was one of the original clones. Right. Um, Boba Fett was alongside the all the stormtrooper clone or the clone trooper clones. Okay. Um. Those eventually phased out. Um, the Mandalorians as a people existed um, 5,000 years before the bat- Battle of. Oh boy. Okay. Um, Dega- not Dagobah. What's the. Um, the uh, uh, um, BBC. Yeah. Um, so the Mandalorians are where all the Fets come from. No. There's a lot of questions upon that. So the the no, because people even question the whether legitimacy Boba Fett of, and yeah, is, Jango is, Fett yeah. were Mandalorians. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Mandalorian, so Mandalorian was a race, right? Mandal, and then the Man Mandalore, which was like their chief, right, began having sex with a lot of people at one time, and then producing a lot of offspring within those people that he was having sex with. And then those were considered the Mandalorians. Okay. Like, so uh, he's like a Genghis Khan he's, of like right. the universe. Right. Okay. Well, they're very Viking warrior, warrior I think, yeah, culture. Yeah, I mean, like Genghis Khan is probably okay. a really good. That's a great example. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what, what what is it like? Like in that portion of the of the world, like a third no, of the it's population not just that, can trace their. It, it is that that goes beyond that. Yeah. yeah. No, you're correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then they. He he began dividing upon this, and then they they divided within their their ideals. Right. And then one half went with the Jedi, one half went with against the Jedi. Um, the half that went with the Jedi kind of exceeded um, the war that was to come with with the rebellion and things like that. Well, there was a civil war. The civil war that went on with Before that. Um, the um, they they there there was a bunch of things that went on. Yeah. Um, but then there, ultimately, it comes to the point to where the Mandalorians are very um, low in number. Right. Um, so, well, so because of the purge. Because of the purge, because of the Great Purge, right, which we don't have a so whole this, lot of this, on. So this kind of sounds like a, uh, like the archetype of kind of like the, uh, the very masculine 
individual or um, society. It's very chivalrous. It's very, it's very, it's almost like in a consider it more like like a chivalrous type of a knight thing. Right. Okay. Yeah. That that's that that was the kind of like like, they're they're very warring culture. They have Viking tendencies. Yeah. They're very so they're an outer rim planet as well. So they're out there, right? Yeah. Very isolated. Very isolated individuals. I'm definitely watching it. And eventually, the Mandalorians spread to other planets, and they none begin is, building. Yeah, none of this is explained, by the way. Yeah, within the TV show. No. Okay. Very little of it. You're given a little bit of context. The TV show this. or the movie? The TV show. So no, the Mandalorian no is a TV show. It's a TV show. Okay, so yeah. I'm watching the show. Five five episodes in. Yeah. Fuck yeah. All right. Yeah. So, yeah, you watch so it. you're you're get you're up this point beyond Boba Fett. The Empire's just fallen. Um, after the exper- or the um, episode six, right? So like, so where you're at, where you yeah, watched, where you watched, yeah, up yeah, until this life, point, the show was made for people yeah. like me. Um, <laughs> the Mandalorian, but that you see, but I think it's important, Jess, that he understands too that at that point in time, there are two factions of Mandalorians. You have the Mandalorians that, for your purposes, are following Darth Vader, right? And then you have the other ones that are following the Jedi. Yeah. Okay. So you have you have two separate entities that are there, and basically what happened with the Mandalorians as a culture, though, was the Empire came in, obviously for their own reasons, manipulated and started to um, control culturally that the Mandalorian people yeah. until the Civil War awesome. occurred, right? And then obviously after that we have what, what we are calling the great purge yeah which is what we'll see that makes mando essentially essentially but it also makes mando a true mandalorian yes essentially he's a true mandalorian the the great purge was that the the empire saw that the mandalorian people were great people were a great warrior race and then they 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 were a threat they were a threat so they the the empire started to use the yeah Okay. Well, they so use, they, they, they use them to, for resources at first. I yeah. love I love then, the allegory in Star Wars. Yes. Oh yeah. I love it's, it. It's all very, there, dude. It's all there. National Socialist Germany into yeah. you know well, even prior to that. Prior to that, yeah. yeah World War One. You know, in you know the Roman Empire, where they're kind Roman of Empire, you know, yeah. conscripting people and stuff like that. Yeah. Pre-Republic Roman Empire. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I absolutely agree with that. So I mean, but you have you have. Um, uh, Mandalorians that that are that are a threat. Um, the Empire starts taking them out. They go underground. Um, they exist under a, a bylaw that they're all going to wear their helmets, which are the same helmets that you see on Boba uh, Fett. Okay. Um, above ground, so they're going to exist underground as a people, but they're going to the way that they survive is having one person go and produce for them economically. Um, above ground wearing their own helmet um, and that person is known as the Mandalore or Mando and this person goes through and um, and and goes and accepts bounties goes and accepts odd work and then brings that money back to the clan as it was interesting um, but the the where the, the place that this comes into Western is that the the conflict between that 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 this guy this Mando um, that exists now after Boba Fett is killed and he's done this new Mando 
is given the task of going to go find this bounty. This bounty he finds his young child, the same race as baby Yoda, and then he can't oh, quite bring Yoda, himself yeah. to bring yeah. this person in. Yeah. Right? Okay. No, 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 you got it. No, you're right. Yeah. So... You know, so it's, it's, it's this whole thing. It's like he's going through all these stages, and it's like you don't even know. Like right now, he's just like he's wandering the plains, the plains of space. So instead of the plains of a desert, he's mm-hmm. wandering the plains of space. And basically, okay. he's scratching out. He's eking out a living, scratching a living out. He has contacts because obviously he's part of a bounty hunter's guild. Right. And that guild has obviously a long reach, and the people know who he is. And things like that, but also the it's, utmost it's the important same feel as if you were to go from yeah city to city across the New West mm-hmm. in the late you know in the yeah. early nineteen yeah, hundreds. He's a hired gun. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But the thing so, is, too, is that they're a hired gun with a moral compass, though. He is. And the, he is. But the 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 culture as a whole supposedly like they share that type of same it's a warrior it's a warrior culture it's a warrior culture but they also like they measure their worth based on like their beskar metal right which is their armor and what they have you know and that's a lot of what they strive to be and and to gain and so the rest the rest of the of the race is is banished underground you said Mm. that's what the tv show well, the, is the, the but their planet has been decimated. The planet was decimated yeah, during the Civil by War. The Civil War it was decimated. Oh, it's so so okay. they were they were forced a... then to move into living into like domed cities, <clears throat> and that forced them also as a culture to live in these domed cities. Like their planet was decimated, they couldn't live off the planet anymore, so they're in these domed cities. But then what would happen is they started spreading out, and this is outer rim though. So when I say outer rim. It's like planets that the empire doesn't really control. It's more of like right. a, like kind of like the wild west. That's right. Exactly yeah. what it is. That's exactly, exactly what it is. Just planets yeah. instead of. And countries, these people would you know. like move. Like Mandalorians would move to other planets. They would then set up their factions, their clans, and they would control those planets or whatever it might be. And then we have now we have multiple clans within the Mandalorians, okay. Okay. and those clans then would then either be aligned either way. And what's this? What's this? What a uh, network is this show on? Disney. Disney Plus. Disney. Okay. Yeah. And your kids would love it because there's tons of other stuff on there. <laughs> Literally all the Disney properties except for now, the um, Song of the South. Mm-hmm. I looked that up not too long ago, and they've, mm. they've removed that. Well, that sounds uh, that sounds badass. I want to check that out. Dude, oh, oh you'll like God. it. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's I mean, so as and a then, guy like you, both you guys being military guys, I mean, you have to love them. Oh like, yeah, you yeah. have to love. So it's that it's guy. it's as western as westerns can get, yeah. and then it's as Star Wars as Star let Wars. Me, can let get. me tell you the line that I think has been the best line of the entire series so far. Is when he said his gun was his religion. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. So as, like, as a marine, you would the, appreciate that, right? My rifle. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. As a military person, like he, he wants somebody wants to put his weapon down, and then he says, "No weapons are part of my religion." Yeah, exactly. And like, yeah. he's such a, he's such a badass though. I just love him. And you know what? I uh, like I said from episode one on. 
I don't need to see him. I don't want to see no, him at this that. point. No, at I don't want to see his face. At this they, point, they if, pulled that shit this week too. Oh, and fuck like that. I'm like, don't no. you fucking dare! Don't you don't, dare! Don't, don't you, you fucking don't dare. dare! I agree. Yeah. No, Ow. because Ow. <laughs> so that, that's that's such a big risk for the uh, for the franchise or series. You know what I mean? Like either people could love him or hate him. No. That's like that's like a 50-50 chance for them. Yeah, but they, the thing is, everybody's gonna like love him because he has Baby Yoda. Yoda. Yeah, they, well, they definitely build into easy. As long as he takes Humanity care of Baby Yoda, everybody will love him. Well, and I mean, he takes his mask. Yeah, if off. something happens to Baby Yoda, there's gonna be a but mob you, that comes after. But Disney the whole point Studios. is, he takes that mask off. He's either gonna look like one or two things. He's gonna look like a badass, or he's gonna look like a penis. Yeah, he's gonna be like a yeah. Well, but see, well, he was the guy on Game of Thrones. So look, the guy from Game of Thrones. He's gonna be the guy. <laughs> but he's also the, he's the, the same novel. guy that's playing Max Lord in Wonder Woman '84, so right. that's him. But um, I do think that Yoda's the glue, of course, which makes everyone bond to him and one. And but the thing is, he's making all the right moral decisions. Yeah, I think I think they're leaving enough gap to where yeah. you think that like he's going to slip at some point. But he won't. But he won't. I don't no. think he will. Yeah. And I think that's what makes him kind of like rogue. Yeah. You know, and I. You it's know, definitely it's a western in that case. Exactly. Like, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Dirty Harry to the max. Like yeah. I mean, Dirty Harry's a messed up guy to begin with, but then great you movie. put. You put Dirty Harry Clint Eastwood. I see you say Dirty Harry. I'm saying Outlaw Josie Wales, though. Yeah, sure. Uh, I'm going just. I mean, I really can't think of a. You don't. uh, Josie. Okay, so my favorite, The Good, Bad, and the Ugly. Oh, yes. Fantastic. Yeah, and so you put The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. And the other guy. I don't know his name, but the other guy that Eastwood was with. That guy was great, too. Well, you you take the the Quick and the Dead, right? So you take the Quick and the Dead, and then you put the priest, and he's definitely like like the Mm -hmm. type of. Not necessarily the priest. Maybe well, between. The okay, I'm going to give you one more. Here. And the yeah, John Wayne. Yeah, he's yeah, kind he's of like a, John he's Wayne kind of a John Wayne type yeah, of guy. Well, you know they what mean? play one kind of character. Yeah. However, I believe that they are they're smart in the fact that they know like, hey, look, I'm this guy, and they accept it. Yeah. And they're just like, if I ever stray from this, it's gonna be fucking weird. <laughs> you know, there's there's been and like like it'll be there'll be I, something. I will I will march my ass up to Anaheim. Yeah. And storm Disney Studios if they ever do anything to Baby Yoda. That's 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 the line. Well, first off, if they did, that would be like suicide for them. Oh, that okay. would be complete suicide. Like they put Baby Yoda in Baby Yoda in situations. And the, but it's like, you know, like when he started raising his. That still little... cracks me up that he's Baby Yoda, but he's fifty. Yeah. Well, awesome. yeah, because Baby or yeah, Yoda yeah, yeah, at the time shit, was that, like old shit. Well, they live forever, up. so yeah. that yeah, particular so race extremely slow. Yeah. yeah. It just, it just, yeah. it just makes me laugh. That's all. Yeah. I think it's awesome. Yeah. It's a great show. It's it's an absolute best. It's really it good. So. So, um, bringing us to our main topics. Which yes, main topics as we go. Point, um, has been uh, the the Ghostbusters. Yes. Wanna yeah. Touch on the Ghostbusters, like um, the the trailer that, that was brought up. Um, I ah, whew. there's a lot, and it's like one of these situations with Ghostbusters, right? So, I loved Ghostbusters back in the '80s, 
And then we had the uh, we had the reboot from um, with Kristen Wiig and um, the other. Uh, oh, I forget her name. Never now. saw it. Well, don't bother. Um, it was bad. But um, Melissa McCarthy was in it, right? Which I really like. I mean, for some reason, she's, I, she's I think, like she's like she reminds me of Brad Paisley. She either makes a good, uh, makes something good, or it really sucks. Hey, I like. You know what? I I, I do enjoy country music, and I right. can definitely appreciate what you're saying, and I agree yeah. with you because she really does. Like her trailer sometimes are like so funny. It's like. I gotta see this movie. There's no, there's no middle. Time. I gotta see this movie, yeah. and and sometimes they're home runs, and sometimes they're like, wow, that was bad, that was bad. Mm-hmm. But I think that with the new Ghostbusters movie, though, I think that it, it is so cool that they've been able to take something, a product, which I wasn't really sure that it had legs to be able to go forward, and make. A substance like impact and make a really solid movie, but they they found a sweet spot where they've made it to a point where like it it can survive and it does make sense, and they have um, obviously some very uh, popular characters, a kid from the Stranger Things, and that's yeah, in it, right. you know, he's the big drive. He's the driver too. So I, I was, but, but I was every, really surprised with with the whole uh, with the with the trailer. Especially what, you, the, what did you think? What are you talking about? What, what, what surprised you? So, like we're talking about the first movie with all the uh, the, the first remake, excuse me, with all the all the females, yeah, in, that's right? But that's not even caught, but I, so I, it, I didn't see it. But from the previews I saw, it didn't really, it, it kind of looked like they were kind of, and correct me if I'm wrong, but were they picking up where they left off? No, well, the, the female the, thing though is that's yeah. not continuity, that's out. So, okay. the female thing where we came out. And and from for what it was, was a completely redo of of there was nothing that exists before, there was um, nothing that that they brought from it was it was completely redriven to the plot line of what the original was. This one is picking up off mm-hmm. of Ghostbusters two back in nineteen ninety three I think okay. so. yeah yeah um to where they they did um Bill Murray's um yeah. love interest son mm-hmm. off of that one to where he, um the painting was all possessed and stuff by like the that. way that movie gave me fucking nightmares as a kid yeah <laughs> I taking a bath I was always like is this shit gonna come out of my faucet right now right the the slime yeah that fucking freaked yeah. me out. So um, they're taking the the storyline from those two movies, the the Ghostbusters 1 and 2, and then driving that with um, Ghostbusters, the new one um, called Ghostbusters Afterlife. Okay. Um, uh, Igon, the guy that collects spores and molds um, from the first one, Mm -hmm. the one that was like all fascinated whenever... um, Got the glasses and shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah, The one that's got the glasses and stuff. Um, It's supposed to be his grandkids... That are off of this, so like okay. the, the little girl. That That's the female. The glasses. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. And then okay, the, that makes sense now. The 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 kid from Stranger Things is supposed to be his grandkids. Um, and then the older female, their That's, mom is supposed to be his. That that looks really cool that they uh, resurrected the old uh, Ghostbusters bus or ambulance, whatever you want yeah, to call it. 19, oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And and that, that little. Chevy, Yep. Hearse. Hearse. Yeah. 
in that little that little portion in the trailer where they they pop out of the side and they're like yeah and they're like oh cool a gunner's chair that is new that wasn't yeah, part of the no, whole one, but it, that, so it's not. They didn't new. have a gunner. They didn't have a gunner chair. In the not Ghost within Wizards. the movies. They had no. a gunner chair within the within the animated series. So well, and that's like, fine. Uh, that's cool. Yeah, a lot like many um, TV series or movie series within that time period. Yeah. In the early '90s, they came up with a TV series to inhabit the the rest of that continuity. I, yeah, I love I loved have, Ghostbusters as a kid. Yeah, yeah the all yeah. new Ghostbusters. Yeah. cartoon oh, I did know, have it, yeah, I know that as an option so um you know i don't i don't know that it's necessarily driving anything from that i would say that um you know probably not but that that the um the the gunnery ship or a uh, gunnery chair is is um um obviously evident within the um, Ghostbuster vehicle. Um, they they did say, um, or or a lot of people did take photos of this, um, thinking that was a um, camera stand for the Ghostbusters um, vehicle. Okay. And came out to to be obviously from the the previews that that this can be something operational for the movie and not necessarily something that's um, just made up for uh, for capturing a shot. Well, re- re- whether the, I mean, regardless, the preview was well done, yeah. and it and it definitely they did a good job on the preview. It makes me want to watch it. Yeah, I mean, so whenever I view the preview, I think about um, the nineteen eighties movies that I think of. Um, Which you one? Know, the the preview for Ghostbusters. Yeah, I think about like Stand by Me, a little bit um, about Goonies, a little bit. You know, it's it's harkening all the right chords for me. Well, I think if you talk about '80s movies, I think that you're definitely that is a that is definitely a um, a button that was pushed a ton in the '80s, right? So it's well, like I mean, even like, recently with like Stranger Things. Well, yeah, but like I that. mean, but but then again, but but is not Stranger Things a harken back to that? No, exactly. That's my so, point. No, your points as well hold. I mean, it's it holds up extremely well. And I think that they um, they they placate that into what I think is going to be very successful. Yeah. And like like when they're I just like they're doing it right. When I say they're doing it right, like like they show like when they're like like he's going through and he's pushing the suits back. Yeah. And yeah, things yeah, like yeah. that. They're I think that they're going to pay the right amount of respect to the product yeah and but they're going to be able to drive it with this younger cast and move it forward in a way that's more dynamic Mm -hmm. than what we saw before so i like it i think with the it's becoming popular this this 80s theme and i think when when they use this 80s theme i think it hits several generations at the same time i think it hits your generation who grew up in the 80s i think it hits um mine and josh's generation who were born in the 80s but grew up hearing stories about the 80s and watching old tv shows from the 80s yeah and on top of that i think it hits uh the our kids who are bringing back all the styles from the 80s because 
you know, styles. They they they're like they're like they all were a lot of the haircuts, a lot of the fashion we, and stuff well, like that is eighties. We saw with like Back to the Future, right? Right. Yeah. So I mean, Back to the Future was a film built in the the eighties mm-hmm. um, that that harkened back to the fifties. I mean, it yeah. was you know the the. So yeah, you, you I mean you're you, you de- like okay, so it's like if you want to look at it from those type of perspectives, it's like like I grew up. I mean, I grew up in the eighties. Mm-hmm. But we had happy days. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. So harking back to the 50s so it's like you can you can go back and like look at these shows that that like are all there's always a generational back right? right. So then we had like let's let's not forget that we had um, the one with um, the guy the dude that's married to Demi Moore. What's his name? Oh, that, that 70s show. 70s show, right? right. Yeah, so yeah, you had yeah, the yeah. 70s show, right? So it's like you have these shows that always like they like say, are retro. They, and, that, and that came out when you and I were kids, yeah. Josh. They, they, they say, oh, oh, Ricky, you're so fine. You're so fine. You blow my mind. Yeah. I say, my name is Seth. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done, Josh. Well executed. The, the one, the one, uh, or one of the, one of the very few, um, uh, voices that I have in my bag there. Well, you have bag. I know. I know what's in your bag, and there's another one there's that I really there. appreciate. That I'm gonna one. I don't want to. I'm not gonna. I don't want to blow it on don't this podcast. Yeah. But we'll, we'll, we'll we will do that on another podcast because your other one is actually fantastic. Yeah. I'm, I'm a few beers in now. Yeah. So I probably actually do it. Just yeah. Make sure <laughs> just make sure you keep some of those things in the bag. Yeah. Every uh, now and again. Yeah. Yeah. I, I won't pull up my uh, Richard Pryor. Maybe. I mean, no. I no. I, I gotta put on the blackface for that. So yeah. Oh yeah! Woo! <laughs> wait, wait! Can I laugh at that? <laughs> I <don't know. laughs> I'm not sure of these things. But back to the trailer, though. I think Richard Pryor would laugh at that. Yeah. So, so right now, '80s works. And, no, I think '80s uh, works. I think yeah. it definitely it '80s works for works. A, lot of, a lot of different yeah. generations, and, and it's a good, it it's a good business move. It's a great business yeah. move. And I think because I think that if you do it right, if you're smart, okay. Now yeah. This is this is what I'm thinking. And I may be wrong. So obviously, parents that have kids, yeah, they're. I'm from the '80s. Right. You guys aren't from the '80s, but yet you relate to the '80s, right? And you have kids. Yeah. Yep. I have kids. So uh, basically, we were, uh, my kid. We were picked on by people from the eighties. Yeah, <laughs> I, I showed my kid the uh, Ghostbusters, right? Like he wasn't extremely interested in it. But, but Josh, you, know, you have to realize that nobody's going to express, and I wouldn't even say. I, you know what? Your joy on your face when I saw you watch the Ghostbuster trailer was n- nowhere near the joy you'd find on a child's face. Uh, it, well, I mean, yeah, but that, I'm just saying. Cause that's your jam. Yeah, I mean that's that's kind of my thing. But I no, mean, dude, that is your jam. Yeah. I mean, when I took the picture of me at the at the with the ghost mobile at the. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah you. I know you were pretty happy. I mean, you're a little jealous, but you did get your own though eventually. Jelly. Yeah, yeah. but. Yeah. Yeah, in Gatlinburg, Tennessee, with one of the original 1969 yeah. Chevrolet Versus that yeah. I saw. Yeah, I I got. Yeah, joy, some joy with that. Yeah, but I think that um, I think that what they've done with this particular series, and I mean, I always struggled understanding like, okay, it's 
as big as Ghostbusters war it was and how big it was and everything is like how are you going to be able to do this you know and i think what they've done and what i can see from the trailer it's smart i mean they're really smart in the way they've approached this they though. they've tied it in without yeah, making it, it extremely tied into the original like they yeah got, i mean it's obviously like, they've got um They've got Dan Aykroyd coming back. They've got all the original Ghostbusters yeah, but coming the, back that are and see, still available. That's my point, right? So it's like... They're doing a proper handing of the torch. Exactly. But we're not only that, but we're get, but you and I, we're getting fan service. Yes. Right? So you and I get fan service. Kids won't understand it. But then, but then what would be beautiful, though, is like... like, like my kids watch, like, actually, well, I can't say that because Grayson watched Ghostbusters and completely knows it inside well, they're, they're not really leaving anybody out. No, but, but they're not leaving anybody out, but, but my but point is they're like, entertaining everybody. Your kids everybody. are kind of the exception because you, they're your kids, right? Yeah. So, but, like, Jimmy's kids. Yeah, they, they would, they they would like watch. it just because it's Ghostbusters. Just yeah. Because it's, but but they'll, they'll watch it because it's the thing. It's got, right. it's got the kid from Stranger Things in it. Well, they'll, it's got stuff like that. They'll watch it, it because uh, we, like, only let them watch movies once a week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll be like this is what we're watching all right yeah jimmy's kids will watch it because i buy them yeah. all movie tickets and they're in, yeah uh, they're like in prison basically so. yeah okay all right and i'm a corrections officer <laughs> <laughs> one thing is that jimmy lays down the law <laughs> jimmy and mrs jimmy yeah. Yeah, mrs jimmy is a little bit harder i think than jimmy but but hey, you know what? Whatever works, brother. Whatever works. Yeah, it's all good. But the whole point is, I think that it, what I really loved is when you saw that hearse pull out into the wheat field. And oh, it, my God. It, dude. Yeah, cool. That, very cool. That was like, like okay. So I, I, two I perspectives. I pants, but I felt like I needed to change my pants. <laughs> two perspectives, right? One, it's like you and I are looking at like, that is so freaking awesome. But then... Other people that are seeing is like, dude, that's a really cool scene. The way they took yeah. the, the way they, that's awesome. Yeah, reminiscent you know? of yeah. the uh, the the Star Trek scene they had with um, Captain Kirk. Dude, anytime you go through a cornfield, it looks cool. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much is, is the, the and you're mowing it down. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I mean, you know, um, obviously it looks like uh, Egon's. Um, uh, grandkids are part of this um you know they're they're not really deviating from the storyline on on what we thought it would be no nah. um i'm really excited to see what paul rudd does oh um, by the way i think paul rudd's gonna play this like really instrumental piece oh and, God. but first off i think i think he'll be the first off paul, I, I think he'll be the key master in I, this. oh that'd be fantastic but i love what they what i think paul rudd's gonna do Paul Rudd is going to be able to provide that comedic bridge to tie it all together, and it's like, could I could I pick a better person to do it? No, I could not. And for him to be involved in Ghostbusters, it makes me so happy inside because I just love I love him, dude. He's yes. Ant Man too, so I mean, we well, have I mean, to. Some of them can play the. I mean, um, the. Am the I wrong on played... that? Though? You think you agree? No, I, I completely agree. I mean, he he fits that role like of um, 
the guy that played the original Keymaster, I forget what his name is, but Rick guy, Moranis. Yeah, Rick Moranis. Thank you. Um, he's obviously retired from the silver screen. Oh yeah. Um, after he, he's had some family issues. If you haven't heard about about what he's suffered um, um, due to family issues and why he's left the silver screen, that's also been like thirty years ago. Yeah, I would love if he he showed a cameo in here, but I'm not expecting. No, but you do realize when I was talking earlier tonight about SCTV and uh, he was he was part of it. Yes. Well, yeah. but the, the two the two guys that I was talking about. Were the Hoser brothers, right? Yeah. And um, he's one of them. Yeah. And it was like the they did the Twelve Days of Christmas, and they did, um, and I, you know, what I'm talking about. I do. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. These guys. I mean, he's yeah. funny as shit. So, anyways, yeah. I, I I I do feel bad. I mean, by I the way, he was a he was a real life CPA, and the reason that he he played that particular character within Ghostbusters. Was his, uh, of his own fruition. They wanted to be more like a jock, like top of like, hey, you know, uh, you know, if you come back to my place, go do these things. But like, yeah. he's like, he's like, no, I feel like it's gonna be like more of a, like a, a nerdy type of neighbor. And he's, you know, so he plays the CPA type of thing, which was what he did. What he was educating in in real life. Really, it's like one of the he, tax he, laws. he did. Well, he played himself. Yeah, he played himself. Yeah, yeah. essentially. And so, yeah. like, he, 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 you know, kind of Well, it back. so worked. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, let's not. I mean, Rick Moranis, I mean, if, if you don't understand, too, that uh, the honey I shrunk the kids, I mean, that's. I mean, he did what one or two of those, I think, yeah, and whatever. But first, the first one alone did so well. It did yeah. so well that Disney has a standalone thing for it. Mm-hmm. So, right. I mean, I don't know. I, I love Rick Moranis. I think he's very talented. I think that he's a guy that that we're being robbed of because of his personal experiences, and I think that I wish we'd get more of him because he's not mm. he he's not well he's not a comedian that's up in your face. He's not that guy, but yeah, like no. what you're saying is like what it's he plays. Very pla- subtle, and right? What exactly does, yeah. what he plays. It's in the character, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not saying that, like you know, I don't want to see stand-ups of him 24/7, but I do think he's a guy. He's a guy that can provide a piece that you need in movies, and yeah, you know, and I think he filled those voids, especially in Ghostbusters. I think he filled the void, but I think that he could do he could do more. And um, I don't know. I just wish he would come back. To be honest with you, I just think it. I'm not saying that he's going to be earth shattering, but I think what he's going to be able to do is to really propel some other comedic endeavors that could go further with someone that of his talent. And I mean, he again, he's not he's not going to be a one, but he's going to be B two. But but you have to have the B twos to make the A ones, right? Yeah. So and I think he is a B two guy that has the potential to be able to do that. And I just I, I, I just think his his he his his presence and his abilities are very unique. And you don't I mean, can you think of someone else that you could like say, Oh, that guy reminds me of Rick Moranis? I, I think Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd's that character. But, but Paul Rudd can also hold his own water though. Yeah, but I mean, so could Rick Moran. No, 
Nah. No, I don't. I, I disagree with that a little. I just, I do disagree with that to a degree. I think that he's an evolved version of Rick Moranis. Okay, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I, I, I definitely, that there, I will definitely give you that. I'll there. give you that. Yeah, there's like, similarities. Yeah. yeah. The self-deprecating type of yeah. feel yeah, that you yeah, have yeah, with yeah. those two guys. I, look at like yeah. like look at like Forty Year Origin where like he he mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. hands off like the, the giant box of porn to the guy. Yeah, to, to, yeah. Um, no, I get it. He's just, he's stuck yeah. on that one chick. Yeah, he's yeah. stuck on that one chick. No, I get it. He's no, like, I no, like, I, I agree. Why with are you, you trying to give me this giant box of porn? <laughs> yeah, like that type of thing. You know? No, no, I I can see that. All right, I I don't disagree with you on that. So yeah, I, mean, I think they can definitely fill that room. But, I mean, it looks fantastic. I mean, we can break this part a lot further. There's definitely a lot of Easter eggs that fall into this. I don't think that you're interested in this. I'm definitely interested in this, but I think that I'll be, like, boring the people to sleep by going over this. There's a lot of breakdown videos on the interwebs and on YouTube about the particular um, the video as it um, has came out. But... Um, you know, if, if you're interested in this, then definitely leave a like below mm-hmm. on the uh, the podcast, and um, you know, let us know through the Facebook page, and um, we will further move or move on to. Our we'll favorites. answer all your questions. Yeah, we'll answer all your questions first of all, but for right now, we're going to move on to our favorite holiday movies or yeah. Christmas movies for all yeah. those that aren't politically correct. Yeah. All right. I mean, if you what do you want to do? Top five? We're doing top five. Top five, yeah. All right, top five. And And why? Like at least your top top one. Why? My top one. I'll give my top top one right off the gate. Yeah. Top one. Vacation. Christmas vacation. Absolutely top one hundred percent number one. And why? Because I can relate, one, <laughs> two, yes. I can, you know, I can, Josh, you I know, know you, can relate. you know, I can relate, you know, I can relate to this shit. I just, I first off, I love the whole, the whole vacation series, but I can so, I mean, on so many levels, I can relate to that, and I just think it, I think that uh, the comedic timing in that is just phenomenal. I think Chevy Chase is outstanding and uh randy quaid oh randy quaid oh my god it's just beautiful i mean it's it's just it's masterful there's not one thing in that movie that i dislike there's not one thing not one thing there's nothing i i it it cracks me up when randy quaid just like empties the uh shitter the shitter into the uh, You know, to the point, like... Real like, nice, like, Mark. <laughs> yeah, real, real nice. nice. Yeah. I say shit all the time, like, like you know... Sean, I, t- I always tell Sean, Sean, this, this, this Christmas, I'm going to get you something real nice. Real, real nice. nice. Real nice. And, uh, like, every time I throw dog food into the cart, I always... <laughs> I always will do... I always will say something. Like, if the dog, like, says something, oh, they're hacking up a bone. You know, I mean, there's like I pull so many things from that movie, and yeah. I say them in my everyday life, and That's it's it. like if I actually have a movie that will dictate to me what I can say in real life and get away with it, it's like it's 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 almost a reality to me. You, you mean, Jimmy? You don't know my in-laws. 
Okay. So you don't, but you will. Not yet. But you will. I will. I'll be. I'll be planting beers. No, around you got the a bushes. bottle. You. You got. I'm. Gonna, I'm gonna tell you what. We got T. <laughs> He's gonna be planting beers. Yeah. Around the bushes. So we got uh, T minus uh, six. So uh, Zulu time. So. <laughs> 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 Until okay. the chopper lands. Yeah. <laughs> but as much as my in-laws drive me out of my mind. Right. They are very loving and very caring people that I that, that truly cherish my bride and me sure. and my kids. But still, they're my in-laws. So Yeah. But anyways, I can completely engage and understand that whole process that they go through in the frustrations of even Chevy with his job with his job and like that's that the, scene. That's the best. The scene, the scene. Oh my god, that is so great. That dirt. Oh my god. And then when Merry Christmas, Merry oh, Christmas, Merry. <laughs> Happy Ho- or yeah. Happy Hanukkah. Yeah. Well, and, then, and then what is it? The raccoon that's stuck in the tree after that. Yeah. Well, when 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 Randy Quaid goes and gets his boss and brings it back with a bow on him, I'm like, that is just like, <laughs> it is, dude. That, it doesn't get any. And then like, like even with Chevy sitting up in the attic. Watching the he has the babushka on. Yeah. He's watching the movies and the tears are coming down. That is so funny. I just Chevy Chase is the king of one liners. Oh my god. I just I I can't Okay. So anyways, that's my number one. That's my number one. What's your I think I think number one's probably good enough. Like uh, and why. Like No, I got more. I got more, but I mean I'll give my one. What's your one? Um, I'm wearing the shirt. Oh, beautiful. It's not truly holiday season until I see Hugo, um, I can't remember his last name, falling from Nagatorm Towers. You know, there's so much irrelevance that's written into that script. And now that I know more about what's written into that script, um, it kind of kills it for me a little bit. But um, the, the humor... That's given into that script. I mean, I, I know that Jimmy can can what, probably. What movie is it? Yeah, first off, hold uh, on, hold on, Josh. Die Hard. Pull your oh, shirt okay. down. Let me see it. So now, just so I want you to understand. So Josh is wearing a very nice, uh, like charcoal gray quarter sleeve light gray top that says, "I may have a." And now, now I have now a machine gun. Now I have ho, a machine ho, gun. Ho ho ho. So, so wait, obviously... wait, Josh, let him laugh. Okay, laughter's over. Yeah. Now go ahead. <laughs> so obviously, this is a uh, this is a, a, a shirt from Die Hard. Um, Die Hard. There's there's a certain level of. Um, and by the way, Die Hard has been put into like, should it be a Christmas movie or should it not be a Christmas movie? Obviously, it's it, it's a, a Christmas, Christmas movie. Yeah. yeah, it is a Christmas movie, oh, yeah. and I will go down to my grave saying it's a Christmas movie because it's in my top five. So I will go to my grave saying it is. It absolutely is. So, anyways, Jimmy, number one Christmas movie for me, uh, a Christmas story. Oh, nice. the cool. the BB gun. And, yep, and it's just because, and you know, it might be TNT's fault, but uh, yeah. it it Play I have had to watch it every. Not that I've had to watch it like because somebody made me, but. Like me personally, yeah. ever since I can remember, I've watched that movie every Christmas, and it has cracked me up every 
single time from the from the kid getting kicked down the slide, Messina yeah. saying ho ho ho. <laughs> it's you know from I, I can remember watching it from a as a kid and thinking of it from Ralphie's perspective. Yeah, and then watching as adult thinking of it from the parents' perspective. Yes, and, and just you know it just cracking me up all the all the bullshit and the shenanigans that you yeah. know and and. And then the the ultimate scene of uh, Ralphie beating the shit out of the bully, and, yeah, um, yeah. And then his little uh, his little brother being so stuffed up with uh, with, the, with, with coats the, that he yeah. can't walk. <laughs> That's it just classic. it just cracks me up. And then when he says stuff like, uh, "My old man is the best uh, furnace." fighter in the uh in the midwest or something like that and he's down there fighting the furnace and he's, yeah. and he's just cussing at it and shit it just it just cracks me up especially as a parent now or as a dad because you know when something doesn't work at the house you that's what you do there and cussing is always part of the process of fixing. it always fixes everything right exactly exactly so that, that whole movie just i'd say number one is a is a it's a classic for me christmas story yep. yeah yeah Fantastic. Well, my number two is Elf, and yeah. and you know why? Because I think I think Will Ferrell is a genius. Yes. I honestly swear to God, he's a genius. I just think that that guy can do no wrong in my in my book. And I mean, you know, I love Ron Burgundy. I love. I just love all of his characters, and I just cannot. I can't get enough of him. And you know what? I don't care. Call me stupid. Some like. I, don't get me wrong. I, I watched some of stuff and I was like, eh. I'll tell you what. Yeah. The thing about Will Ferrell, it's a second watch. Yes. It's a second yeah. watch because <laughs> you know why? The first watch, you're like, you expect so much because he's it's, always so yeah, entertained we, we you. We talked about this, yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, he has so entertained you, right? So, but Elf is like, Elf is not the okay. same as his I, other I'll movies. I'll put a caveat on Will Ferrell. It's a, he's a second watch with subtitles. <laughs> I've been watching movies and shows with subtitles for the past couple of years, and I didn't realize how much shit I missed. Ah, without is that the subtitles? That, so you just choose to watch them or something? I do, I do. Okay, it, it's it's interesting. I I recommend it to anybody. Okay, you will pick up a lot of stuff that you missed originally from watching this stuff, and you're like, oh my god, I never realized he said that. Well, the thing is, with him, you will miss it because yep. his subtleties are so there. And the thing is, like, like I honestly, like, all of his, like, I'm not going to lie to you. Every one of his movies, the first time I go to see him, don't like him that much. Nah. The second go around, I'm, like, thinking, oh, my God, this is so funny. Here's an example. Okay, so I love Elf. Elf is number two on my list, period. But... Agreed. Diverging, okay, for a mm-hmm. second sidebar. Okay, semi-pro. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, dude, the... E-L-E. Okay, okay. <laughs> that is so funny, dude. It is so freaking funny. It's just absolutely ridiculous. I just can't get... I mean, I don't I, I don't know. Okay, Step Brothers. Dude, I can't even control myself when I watch Step Brothers anymore. Boats and hoes, dude. I'm I, I'm out. Of, I'm done. I'm done. I am so done. I can't even control myself. I I just I think that's just one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. I think Step Brothers is probably one of the best movies 
like I put that up with her, and like people like pan Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> Dumb and Dumber to me was hysterical too. Yeah. Loved it. Thought it was absolutely hysterical. Great but, conversion. By the oh, way. but Step Brothers, dude. When when you when you tell someone that if I put my nutsack on, I own it. <laughs> don't trust me. I've done that to my own kids. Yeah. You know what I mean. So it's like. <laughs> No, I haven't really put my nutsack on something, but I tell him I did. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you <laughs> did. Yeah, you did. Don't lie. It's the common, common, common ownership procedure. With well, exactly. So my point is like I mean, everything you're touching. It's has, like has and I'll my tell you one, on it at one point or another. One thing that like I really had to watch a couple of times to really appreciate and love <laughs> is Anchorman. Yeah. Oh and God. That's another one. It's like like Anchorman, and like I paid to see Anchorman too. And it's yeah, like I, I don't like Anchorman too. Oh, it's it definitely deserves like a second watch. Oh, it's, you have yeah. to. You uh, have. I, I'll be honest. I I didn't make it. I didn't make it past the first thirty minutes of Anchorman. Oh, you too. have to oh, watch it again. I turned it off. I was like, but Anchorman one, like Anchorman one, I, with I, Paul I still quote it. I still quote it to this day. Oh God, it's just uh, it's so. I say it to my kids all the time. And they look at me like like I got a dick on my forehead when, I, when, I, when I'm like when I'm like oh it works sixty percent of the time every time. <laughs> they're like what? Uh, well, here's another one though. So I actually listened to the Ron Burgundy podcast too. Yes, you listen to that, dude. That is so fun. And it's, again, it's one of those things. It's like I'm listening to it. You have to listen to it in a different perspective. You really do because it, it's the same as uh, how funny the um, his buddy is, like uh, Talladega Nights. Yeah, that was well, first off. Talladega it was just funny here. Period. That was a great movie with Will Ferrell. But when he does the uh, his buddy does that other thing you turned me on to. Yeah, the, uh, oh, God, what's, the... Uh, what's going on? Yeah. Uh... Yeah, it's what's going on, right? Yeah, it's it's uh, what's what's something. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, it's so funny. It's an adult swim. Anyways, yeah. so now my number two is Elf. So I don't know what your number twos are, but uh, my number two is definitely uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Christmas Vacation. Okay. Good choice. We talked about it. Nice yeah. choice. I mean, it doesn't really differ from yours um, on why it's number two. I'm uh, I'm gonna go with my number two as Home Alone. Oh, nice, nice choice. choice. Yeah. yeah, it's uh, it's a classic. Bit just like uh, just like my my number one. I've I've been watching it ever since I was a kid. And it never really gets old. My kids think it's my kids think it's hilarious. They they just it's just a slapstick, you know. Stepping on a nail, getting hit yeah. in the head with a freaking bowling ball Joe or Pesci, paint can, yeah. like you know, getting your head lit on fire. It's just, it's just funny shit. And then you got your classic lines like, uh, you know, uh, keep the change, you filthy animal. You know, all, all that shit just never gets old. I can watch it every year until the day I die. And so that's my number two. All right, I like it. Number three. I struggled because I did have that on my list. That was, that was up there. Um, I think that uh, I'm going to go with number three. 
I'm gonna go. I'll, you know what? I'm gonna have to agree with you. I'm gonna go Home Alone, only because I did see it during the holiday season when it first came out, and it was like it was like a holiday movie with my family and stuff like that. So I have some personal, you know, connections to it as well. But I just thought it was it was it actually as much as I think Macaulay Culkin's a douchebag, <laughs> I, I do think agreed. That, I, I do think that Home Alone was really it was good. I liked it a lot. So that's my number three. As much as I enjoyed Macaulay Culkin as a child actor, I'm gonna have to disagree with you guys on uh, number three for me. Yeah, um, I'm gonna have to go with Nightmare Before Christmas. Well, see, I thought about that because Grayson loves that so much, yep. and it's like he, like, like you and Grayson like have that thing with that, right? Yeah, and it's like. I I love it. I think it's a beautiful piece. I think Dim Dim Burton was that was yeah that actually was better than his Batman. Yeah, Tim Burton and Danny Elfman did a yeah. fantastic job. On that. that was a beautiful movie. Well, and who who would have thought to tie in Halloween to Christmas? Well, well, so I mean, the whole thing was that that Tim Burton like came across like a, a, a like a display yeah. for. Right. They were taking down the Halloween Christmas. Right, that, that, Halloween that's what I mean. I think that's just that's they were how great it is. the Christmas decorations, so it was like there was a whole tie-in there. Yeah, it's like he was thinking about like you know the 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 genre that exists between Halloween and Christmas. On top of that, you get the claymation. Yeah, yeah, the stop motion animation yeah. is fantastic in it. Like I mean, you just can't replicate that type of stuff nowadays. No. Like I mean, we've no. seen. Attempts to do so within cinematography um, nowadays, but like you just can't do it, and and you know it's just timeless. Like yeah, there's a lot of well, work I think that I'm, a, I'm an emo kid too, so I mean, yeah, you know, right. that makes sense. Uh, but I mean, oh, that oh, Halloween, <laughs> oh, dark Christmas, oh. yeah. No, I I enjoyed that a lot. That was uh, that was that that was one that I was considering a lot too. So all right, so that's your number three. That's my number three, yeah. What do you got in a free number three? My number three, uh, you know, I was kind of torn here. You mentioned earlier. All right. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with uh, number three. I, I'm going to go with, uh, you know, I've been going pretty wholesome stuff for the first two. I'm going to go with Bad Santa for number three. Nice. Nice. nice um, you know. Great. Great to, to, to me, Christmas time. Great. You know, it's it's a family time, and we can have the first two as some nice, you know, family movies that also crack me up. But also, you know, once the kids go to bed, we watch some Bad Santa. Yeah, no, and, no, Bad Santa's great. It is, yeah, it's funny. Billy as Bob hell. Thornton, great. Yeah, Gavin, yeah. a, a Christmas movie where uh, Santa Claus is screwing up women's um, <laughs> yeah. affairs and the, yep. the, the yeah. What'd she say? She said, she said, she said yeah. uh, last time, <laughs> last time I didn't shit right for, for a week. week. Yeah. Fucking Billy Bob. That's a good one. Yeah. Alright. Um I um one I really liked too was a um the Tim the Toolman Taylor uh show. Yes. Oh the Santa Claus. Santa Claus. Santa Claus. Yes, yeah. that would be one that's one of mine. Uh, the too. Santa Claus is up oh. there for me, so I'm gonna put Santa Claus there as my number four. Yeah, I mean <laughs> um um Um, you've given me conflict there because I was I was gonna go with my number three, 
or my number four with uh with something else, but um I think Santa Claus may take it. I I really I'm a, I'm gonna go ahead and <coughs> I'm kind of torn be- with number four between uh, Santa Claus and the Grinch because I don't want to leave the Grinch like out Jim of my top Carrey's five. Yes, Jim Carrey's the Grinch, not the new one. I think the new one sucks. No, no I'm not. I'm talking about like the old original. Right. Like, yep. Like the 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 old like two D drawn animation. Like yes, I li- I like that one too. Um, I like that one and the Jim Carrey one. Um, mainly the Jim Carrey one is what I'm talking about. Wait, a minute, what was your number four? I'm gonna come back to it. Oh, oh, we're skipping you. Yeah. Okay. So. Okay, skipping. Skip yeah, so I'm 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 really for number four. I'm torn between Santa Claus and the Grinch. Okay. Um, because I I don't think I don't want to leave the Grinch out of my top five, but I have so many Christmas movies that I like. Um. You know, so I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna say I'm gonna give a thumbs up to your Santa Claus, uh, because. That that's a great movie. Also, me and my kids love watching that. Okay, movie. cool. But uh, and it, it is it's an awesome and neat concept, I think. But uh, I'm gonna go ahead with number four. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the Grinch, Jim Carrey's version. Very good. Um, like it. He he's super original in that movie. Yeah. Um. He he keeps. I think he keeps a good classic. Uh, we have the classic storytelling of the Grinch, to where the narrator is basically the same. Um, but while the narrator is being the same, he's acting different yeah. than the classic Grinch, yeah. you know. But he's still he's still keeping it along those Grinch lines, yeah. you know. And he says a lot of shit that you don't realize, um, yeah. like when he takes a bite out of the out of the glass, and mm-hmm. he's like, "Hmm, bad year." Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You have to really be paying attention, or yeah. you're not, not going to catch that. Right. Um, True. He has a lot of a lot of stuff like that that he throws in there that that uh, I think are. A little... He's a, Jim Carrey is just he he's a he, okay. I'm going to put Jim Carrey in the national treasure category. Yeah. I mean, okay. he, you know, he's definitely a treasure. Um, so for me, my number five would be. Uh, 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 oh, you would do your four now. Yeah, so I think that's probably going to be um, the Santa Claus as well. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm going to keep number number five the same, but like I, I think that there there's some mysticism that goes along with Santa Claus um, within uh, that that particular movie that, that I enjoy. Um, but, I just uh, like Tim Allen. I think yeah, really good. Tim Allen's yeah, fantastic within that role. Yeah. Within those first two movies, I would say the third movie was just not. Yeah. Good. Well. When you get three, usually yeah. you're you're sucking, uh, yeah. Yeah, usually. Sucking yeah. wind yeah. at that point. Um, I liked, um, so my last one, we keep it in Chucktown with Bill Murray. Oh, Scrooge. Scrooge. <laughs> oh, God. That's my number five. Okay. I loved it. I thought, I just thought that, I just, I, I love Bill Murray, though. I mean, I just think Bill Murray... He has the comedic timing that no one else has, and it's like he I'm he pissed off you, because because you keep on naming stuff that I, I just don't think of, and I watch every single so year. It's hard to narrow down your yes. holiday movies to yeah. five. Yeah. It's tough. It is tough. I mean, and, and you know what's sad though is we're talking about movies, right? Yeah. But we're also like, what's the newest one that we've talked about? 
Elf. Elf. How long ago was that? A long time ago. And the thing is, they're not putting out quality movies anymore. Like, like I used to remember. Uh, there's Black like, Christmas that's coming out. Well, but okay, there you go. That's what we're getting. Black Christmas, right? So you used to get like the like, and again, I'm not even put this in my top five, but it's one that we talked about earlier. Well, we'll finish up and then I'll throw the last one in. But um, go ahead. What's your number five, Josh? My number five is going to be. Uh, Santa Claus comes to town. It's an old nice. stop motion. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it ties more directly with the the um, granted the, the whole Nazis thing that they they throw into there um, is a little bit different, but um, they they tie a little bit more closely into with what um, the original Santa Claus was. Um, Saint Nicholas. Uh, I, I I really like the story of Saint Nicholas. Um, Hold on, I, I'm just. What are you, What are you talking about? The Nazis? What do you what? So Saint, uh, um, for for Saint Claus comes to town. He's he's Saint Nicholas that that goes through and and wants to bring kids to. Um, there's Nazi resistance. Yeah, so there's the the little township. You're talking the, about the one that used to play on CBS all the time. Yeah, so the the the, the kids that. They live in the township that the, the um, with heat miser and yeah. Um, so there's the, Nazis in it. Yeah, there's Nazis in it. So like the the what the, the hell? How, how did I just block that completely out of my mind? There's Nazis. Yeah, the the main. Shut the, are you? It's sh- not it's not directly like Nazis, but it's like German um, occupation during like uh, that era. So, you know, it's it's obviously tied to. Nazi occupation. Okay. So, all right. You know they don't they don't have like SS um, like symbols on there. They're not goose from, stepping all over the place. They're not. Yeah. But but. All right. You know if you if you tie the the the, the uniforms directly represent. Um, what the oppression the of wore, the Nazis. Yeah, okay, I get it. SS I, that, that, yeah. I get it. I'm cool with it. I just I didn't pick but up. But I I do like I do like the original like um, storyline of of. Uh, saint nicholas and um this most um equally represents that that particular storyline okay cool now you gave your fifth right no what do you got jingle all the way oh that's the one i was gonna throw out there yep that's great that movie uh and, and you know I don't know if it really resonates with with this uh, with the current time, it but does. Uh, everybody that is my age or older, or maybe a little bit younger, can remember Tickle Me Elmo. Oh my God, the hunt all the, for yep, Elmo and all the ridiculous like toys that came out every season that everybody would, uh, but people would literally get trampled over. And, you know, there was always new, and that's what Jingle All The Way reminds me of. And I think that's what it was kind of representing was, you know, you had the the one toy that every kid wanted. Yeah. And the parent was expected to go out and freaking kill themselves over. And oh, yeah. it, it was just, it was a funny movie about how ridiculous that whole concept was. And uh, What's funny you had, you had Arnold and Sinbad in the same movie and they were both hilarious. Yeah. What's really funny good. about that is that that was a um, 
uh, a movie against consumerism, consumerism, um, and then they produce the toys for right. the movie, like yeah. Turbo Man. So yeah, I literally had a Turbo Man. No shit. That year, that's yes. awesome. That's, that's awesome. funny. That is so funny. That's true, though. I mean, I can relate because that was the same time, like probably a little bit earlier. But the whole hunt for a toy right. thing that that did hit me because this was, this was before Amazon days. Oh, I know. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, because I um, my kids wanted a Wii. Do you remember yeah. Wiis yeah. back yeah. in the day? The Nintendo Wii, right? Yeah. So my kids wanted a Wii, a Wii system. I'm like, like. I am a video game nerd, so like when PlayStation like three came out and stuff like I mean I literally was on a waiting list and I I went and I got I got it like like the day it came out and all that type of stuff and then but they never told me they wanted a Wii because if they did if they would have told me they wanted a Wii I would have been on the list I would have had one I would have been good to go you know right but I mean people were selling Wii's on eBay back yeah. in the day for like a thousand bucks. I mean, Same thing with insane. the Tickle Me Elmo's yeah. and like something exactly. I can't remember what the other ones were. It was Tickle Me Elmo and something yeah. else. So basically I did Furbies. this Furbies. Furbies. Fucking yeah. Furbies. And then um there's there were oh, there's been there's been tons. But um the year that the Wii came out I had to um my kids wanted it, so I'm like, okay, well, now I have to get it. I have to figure out how I'm going to get this thing. So, of course, I'm at um, multiple places. GameStop, um, EB at the time, Electronics Boutique, and whatever. And I would, like, have a list of, like, six stores that I would call every morning and say, did you get one? Did you get one? Did you get one? Did you get one? And the guy would say, no, we don't got one. We don't have any. We don't have any. We don't have any. We don't have any. So eventually, I just showed up at the store one time. He's like, "Well, we got one that no one's. This guy's supposed to pick it up, and he didn't come show up." I'm like, "Well, I'll take it." Yoink! Hold it. And and it's like, and I got it. And it was like, it was like, it was like, oh, you know what I mean? It was like, it was like that victory. And I had the Wii, and I was like, oh, I had the Wii. And then I went home and I bowled with my kids. That's what yeah. we did. <laughs> Played tennis, broke a. Played tennis, broke yeah. A, a lamp. Of some sort. Yeah. So, anyways, but um, no, that was a great pick. I that was on my list, and it was like I was struggling because I still want to stick traditionally too, though, and I do like the uh, the other ones with the uh, what um, like Miracle on Thirty Fourth. Yeah, Street. and the yeah. you know the the angel gets its wings and all yeah. that BS. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I mean, I, I like them. It's I mean, it's a wonderful life. It's a wonderful life, which is in Home Alone. Yeah. You know, so. But uh, that's cool, dude. I mean, that's great. I mean, that that's what it's about, though, right? It's yep. like you know, we just it's holiday time to find yeah. those right movies that make yeah. sense and you enjoy them and stuff like that. We would just watch the one that Disney put out, and you watch it, Josh. Cause yeah, the Noel, the Noel one. It's actually good. really good. Yeah, it was good. I mean, I liked it. I mean, it was a little campy, but I, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, but again, I like campy during this time of year. But yeah. this time, I'm like, I'm cool with it, though, right? Yeah. I agree with you. So it's like. You can be like candy canies over the top, and I'm cool with yeah. it. You know what I mean? We just uh, doesn't we just, bother me. We just watched one called the Night K N I G H T before <coughs> before Christmas, and it's it's like a it's it's a knight that gets sent uh, in the future, and he has to like find a quest, and his quest is love or whatever, some huh. bull crap. But he actually he's the 
it's a it's a B movie, you know, on on Netflix, but it's actually pretty funny, like in yeah. in a PG kind of way. The 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 guy who's doing the acting, he, he does he does a pretty good job. Who do you know who he is? I don't know who he is. I don't, I don't think he's ever been in anything before. Okay. Well, um, it doesn't matter because we don't we don't ever know who yeah, plays right. anything. He, he just uh, I I, th- I think he did a pretty good job in kind of you know doing doing his role there and making it funny, but it was still kind of a, a B list movie. Yeah. Um, was, I think I think it was a Netflix original or something yeah. like that. But I think it's worth it. It was worth it. Um, this, like, but what I was, what I was trying to allude to before, it's like, I like they used to put out studios used to put out, uh, like, like competing studios always. Like you had like two Christmas movies to pick from usually every year, right. and they were always like you know PGs, PG movies or G movies or whatever it is, and like now we have. Black Christmas. That's what we have this year. Yeah, we was, don't have a movie to take your family to. What was the what was that to go one? see something? What was know? the other one with the the horror movie? Um, not Santa Claus, but the the uh, or, uh, Claus or uh, oh yeah, you're talking Krampus. about Krampus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, that oh, you know like, what? Well, you, that's that looks cool. I'd watch it, but I no. But, but, but my point is saying. like yeah. that holiday season. Exactly. What, what the holiday season you're talking about? When that came out, that's what we did. We were like looking for a family movie to go see. Mm-hmm. That's what we went and saw. It was Krampus. Okay. It was Krampus, which was good. But you had I mean, older kids, so it worked out. Yeah, it worked out. I mean, but this, I was still like three years ago, so I'd, I would have rather, I'd like to see like, I mean, I don't want like Hallmark channels, but I would like to see like the wholesome, like yeah, feel like, good, you'd, warm, you'd like them to cockles new, of my heart type of. You'd uh, like them to make a new elf. Yeah, I don't think anybody uses cockles anymore, but cockles. Maybe the maybe you the sub cockles. Yeah, the sub cockles. Yeah, maybe it's sub cockles. <laughs> yeah, Dennis, sub- the Dennis Leary song. I'm an asshole. <laughs> I'm an asshole. Great song. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. So I mean, I, I think this brings us to a point in the show that we like to call Danley ask a question. Danley ask a question. So this week, Danley, we're gonna actually take a, a question from last week. Yeah. That we failed to answer. Um, we did. We did answer one of his questions. We did answer one of his questions, but this other one, the original question he asked, was one that we were not prepared. To answer. True. And and we were prepared maybe, but unknowingly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the the one. So. Yeah. Um, so Danley wanted to know too, it's like, you know, what our theories were on who shot Kennedy. Hmm. And so was it, was it what happened to Kennedy or was it what happened to Hoffa? Kennedy. Okay. That was his framework. But I think I mean, we should probably answer both. I, I, um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we doubt, I mean, we can, that's for sure. I mean, Danley deserves all First off, whatever Danley asked, we'll answer. Yeah. So he didn't ask about Hoffa, but he did ask about what we thought about Kennedy. So I do think that Hoffa was whacked. Yeah, without I think question. Was, Hoffa was whacked on. Without question. Oh, yeah. Without, it, you would without have found, question. You would have found him by now if he wasn't. Yeah. He, he was whacked without question. And I, I don't think there's whacked any. Whacked off. And I, I, don't, I, I, I do off. think that Hoffa was whacked probably. off to all those. I'm just going to go with the whole. Pennsylvania uh, theory that uh, Hoffa has been whacked and Hoffa is buried within 
uh, the Philadelphia Eagles Stadium right at 50-yard mm. line. I thought it was, was it Philadelphia Eagles or was it like... Um, it's not the Pittsburgh Steelers. No, I thought it was, so, I thought it was the, uh, the Boston Red Sox. No, it's in, it, no, it's Philly. So does that explain why they suck? Uh, no, they just suck because they're no, not no, the Steelers. It was, oh, it, was okay. this, it was the it was part of the curse, right? Because the curse was the um, was was because Hoffa. Because the last time they won was the the year the, or the Fucking. last time they had like any type of like chance was the year that Hoffa. Um, Fucking Hoffa at the disappeared. 15. Anyways, I'm, I'm not sure about that. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know much about. Uh, I I know more about Kennedy than I do Hoffa. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and say, just for the simple fact that they haven't found his body or anything in relation by now, I think he was whacked. Oh, there's no question. Whacked right off. Yeah, whacked yeah. off hard and good. Yep. So what? What do you think? What do you think about JFK? There, Matt. Because we've, we've determined that the Hoffa was definitely whacked off very good. Um, yep. maybe when... Uh, I'm almost... I mean, to be honest with you, with... with, with, with oh God, that's so hard, though, too. Um, so many people could have wanted him dead. I mean, I think that um, he was... Um, I, I honestly ascribe to the theory though i mean i just think that, that theory it, i i do i the just wine. i'm i'm i, I kind That's of theorized upon people yeah i i i don't think there's a conspiracy theory i think sometimes it's like when especially when you get into political motives and things like that like you know like uh storylines try to get shifted and try to get changed and i uh, i just think that it's just it is Sometimes it is what it is, and um, so I'm gonna just I I'm kind of sticking like like I'm gonna stick with what the common theory is because I can't I I can't I can't provide any rational explanation to how it couldn't be, so I'm gonna stick with I'm gonna stick with 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 what they say. So, I mean, you can you can dispute so, it, but you can dispute that. But again, upon dispution, I think that you're also putting credence into something that may not be something of substance. So I agree. Yeah. I think that you're obviously. Don't get me wrong. I don't think that other theories are unfounded, but I don't think that they they could also be generated based on. I mean, speculation is a big thing, right? I mean, it's like people can have theories, and theories have power. And I think who creates the theories puts the mustard behind it. So I, I don't know, but that's my opinion. Okay, here's mine. Um. And first of all, I want to say that Irishman was a fantastic film. Oh, <laughs> outstanding! And by the way, than, uh, did you watch the uh, half-hour uh, special 
where yeah. they just did the interviews with those. Oh, it was fantastic. Three and a half hours worth of... It was enough, but I know. Yes. But there's a special. They do like a half hour special where they talk with just um, uh, De Niro, Pesci, uh, Pacino, Pacino, and um, the director. What's his name? Um, I'm forgetting his name. Dude, he's the guy that just did the whole thing. I forgot his name. But anyways, it's very good. Well, I mean, you know, three three hours worth of was um, enough but... worth of uh, uh, not Pesci, not um, De Niro, but yeah. um, what was his face? Um, Pacino, Pacino, yeah. going, you know, starting out with a middle uh, Western accent, going to oh, um, yeah, you know, um, and slipping into his own thing like using Scarface um, was enough, but. Um, as far as JFK goes, I would say there there's this really good documentary that goes into like realistic perspective of what actually happened to JFK. And so if you understand ballistics at all um, and the way that you, you shoot things and, and how, what happens to things when you shoot them, um, you understand that when you shoot something, the side that it enters... Um, the hole that it makes is a lot smaller than the hole um, that it exits out of. Oh, of course. Yeah. So that's the problem with the JFK shooting. The hole that they claim that um, was shot into was a lot larger than the hole that was shot out of. Um, So even if you... Now, does that compensate for traveling of car, though? Yeah. So you also have the speed... But but you also have... I'm just asking because I don't know. Yeah, but no, I'm just not, I'm like I'm like thinking when I hear these theories, I always like try to like speculate and think. Okay, so yeah, I I get what you're saying. So in a, in a static situation, the vehicle's moving at X number of speed. Did they did they actually compensate for the speed of the vehicle? Yes. Which would cause it the bullet to rip possibly different through someone's skull. It doesn't matter. So okay. Um, the the way this uh, bullet works is the once it hits a, a point, right? It it, it it somewhat breaks apart. At least the force of the the bullet coming in breaks apart and then spreads out. Yeah. Um, when you see the well, um, does that depend on bullet type? No, no, no. It's okay. just it's a matter of physics, right? So it doesn't matter about the bullet type, uh, the frangible bullets or. Okay. Uh, bullets that are uh, that are uh, uh, defense bullets or, or hollow points. I'll get it. Um, okay, make more of an impact on the back end, but but it doesn't really depend upon a bullet. Right. Type. I understand. Okay. Um. The the when you when you look at the autopsy uh, the autopsy pictures, um, the hole in the front of JFK's heads, uh, JFK's head is a lot bigger than the hole in the back of his head, meaning that he was more likely shot from the back of his head than he was from the front of his head. Wherever you look at the, the uh, vehicle... Did the you see the back of his head, though? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, in lots of pictures you can. Um, they're commonly now what, available online. Again, I mean, no, I, I get what you're saying, so I'm just, I'm just curious at this point. So what caliber did they say they were shot with? Uh, seven six two um fifty or seven six two five five or um uh fifty six fifty six was it um, I don't know not fifty two R but yeah fifty six yeah, yeah. it was an old Italian bolt action yeah it wasn't a Mosin so it would have been a fifty two fifty R it was 
Yeah, like seven sixty or five uh, fifty six. So, um, but yeah, it was it was seven six two bullet. Um, thirty out six is what you would commonly think of within the states. Yeah. Um. So the bullet hits. Um. The first shot fired from uh the the bow or from the the tower hits um the passenger on the left side goes through his shoulder goes into because the way that the 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 seats were projected within the the um the the cabin of the vehicle it goes through the guy's shoulder goes into the guy's knee behind him um and then the second shot which is the 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 magic bullet shot um goes behind um uh jfk into his the back of his head and then exits from the front of his head so the 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 co- the theory that i prescribe to and some i i i really wish i could remember his name because the guy that that breaks this down does a really good job of breaking it down within an hour and a half of breaking it down which i'm about to do in like two seconds um explains that the one of the secret service guys probably came up with his p90 his bullpup rifle and comes up trying to aim at where the shot was coming from and squeezes a shot off within the back aiming at not intentionally but accidentally aiming were at they the carrying back. rifles yes okay all of the all of the uh, secret service agents have carried rifles of some sort I don't remember it was P90s okay. at that time. P90s probably sound a little bit newer, but there were at least um, AR-15s, okay. um, okay. rifles of some sort. So it comes swinging a rifle very broadly, trying to put eyes on the target or at least on the area target of where he's going to be shooting at. Accidentally pulls the trigger. In doing so, hits JFK in the back of the head. Which explains the um, the exit projection out the front of the skull. That's my theory. It's it, it's it's that there was more than one shooter, but not intentionally. Nah. Okay. All right. So uh, my theory is not as um, elaborate. <laughs> elaborate. Um, so that you know all the ballistics and everything like that. Uh, that's all. That's all still debated to this day, as far as I know. Um, so, where I would tend to look is, you know, who had motivation to kill Kennedy, um, and really, you know, supposedly, uh, um, you know, the mob had motivation. JBL um, Castro. Yeah, yep, Castro. Uh, you know the. Uh, there's tons of people. <laughs> The, um, the entire Republican the, Party, <laughs> right? The individuals that uh, tried to storm the beach in Cuba, there, um, you oh, know, that he kind of left, he kind of left the hanging. Uh, there, there was I a lot of hear... a lot of individuals that uh, that 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 Kennedy pissed off um, that could have won him dead. I, I don't, I, I don't think it was Oswald. I, I don't. I mean, the guy yeah, said he was a patsy. The guy said he was a patsy. I believe him. Um, you know, it normally, I don't know. I think people tend to have manifestos um, that, that do shit like that. So you're a Marine, but, uh, right? So yeah. so given given a 600-meter um, shot 
um, what would the accuracy be like within the conditions of you know an average day going from from a higher standpoint so going from higher ground to lower ground by 20 um, feet um, and you're 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 given the the concept of wind and other variables what would the what would the likelihood okay, that you're so able to put bullet on target or round on target at that distance be but didn't they i, I don't, I, I don't know there's there's a lot of different variables in there um i i'm i'm not by any means an expert marksman um, but neither was also right hey, he uh, was though he wasn't he was portrait. No, he was. He was incredibly portrait, according to the military but, uh, records. Yeah, but that was. You know, he's before. also he's also you know there's there's just so many different factors, um, but the thing that we do know is that Kennedy was shot in the head, and it, it whether it was by Oswald or or anybody else, you know you you have to like I said that's the reason I go to all that shit is just too. There's a lot of so many different factors they take into account. That's why I prefer to just go straight to the chase and say, "Well, who wanted him dead?" and then start from there. Um, and that's well, and that's why you know I think it could be any of the many people that he screwed over, um, you know, or it could just be you know your random nut. So who knows? Huh. I don't know. Uh, if I'm gonna say anybody, I'll say the mob because I say they're the only ones who have the ball the balls to do it. There you go. Um, hey, I. <laughs> Hey, nowadays, who knows? With the mob, I would would believe that. Did they? Um, but I mean, the the type of round that they would have would. I mean, again, I, I mean, I'm just I'm asking. Oh, yeah, I, I yeah, don't know because I'm just right. I'm ignorant. I mean, I'm ignorant. So the type of round that the guy would have had in his rifle would have been different, though. No, not really. He he had like an M1 Grand, or he had something along those lines. It wasn't like a um, uh, necessarily a sniper. But rifle. I mean, if he had an M1 Grand, I mean, he would have had one loaded in the barrel. I thought he had an Italian rifle. Maybe was it a Mosin? I thought I thought it was a, a well, a Mosin would have been an Italian. I thought it, I thought it was Russian, a, an yeah. Italian bolt action rifle. That's what I thought he had. Because I mean, yeah, he would I mean, have still like, like he's talking about like like you're talking about like a. a Seven six two over the course of you know. Well, who knows? Because this is still debated to this day, and somebody knows it ain't us. No, no, it's not us, and I don't know because I mean it's like I started to look at this more, and it's like you know what I I just don't I don't know I just can't I don't know I I could prescribe to a theory that somebody has, but I just can't. I can't commit to anything, so I just I, that's why I just chose to go straight down the, the way that it is, because it's like I I can't, um, I don't feel that I have enough to convince myself to say that's what it was, but I don't know. Well, Josh feels differently. I mean, obviously he's looked at more stuff than I have. So yeah, I mean, I've looked at the autopsy pictures. They're they're definitely available online, and yeah. I've my, made my own conclusion. But this has been your your conspiracy hour on the Nerd Force podcast. Yes, and, um, this has definitely been the Nerd Force podcast. If you yeah. enjoy what you're listening to, make sure to subscribe to the podcast and um, 
share it with friends, um, rate the podcast, definitely helps us out to get new listeners. Um, make sure to interact with the Facebook or Twitter page um, of the podcast. Until next time, this has been the Nerd Force Podcast. <laughs>